Welcome back, kids. Part two of the uh, adventures of college dating here. Uh, last episode, we went over, uh, we covered like several years from like 94 all the way to the beginning of 2001. This episode, we're going, we'll, we'll be focusing on pretty much all of 2001 because a lot went down that year. Um, so, where we left off, uh, you and I gave. <laughs> wait, wait, <what>? Sorry. <laughs> it's just a lot went down in 2001. Yeah. It sure did, Rob. <laughs> that, Including that... the World Trade Center. <laughs> oh, it went right the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> um, I was thinking more of a double entendre. <laughs> but I guess, is that a triple entendre? It's just uh, sad, is what it is. I mean, <laughs> uh, I'm too busy trying to get laid yeah. to worry about, you know, terrorism. Oh, That's fine. yeah. World well, changed, but you know, Rob came. <laughs> I mean, we. I, I do remember that day when it happened. It was. It was. Uh, I woke up in my in my my dorm room, and and like five of my friends were just in there. They were just sitting around watching TV. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing in my room? I said, Rob, look at the TV. And that's when the second plane hit. I saw it hit happen live. And I was, I was like, like, that's sad. I'm trying to get my dick wet. <laughs> like, like, get out. So, like, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, during that year, I would, things went down, like, as in things happened that were interesting. Things went down as in there was oral sex. And things went down as in the two towers went down. And Well, now I'm sad, Gabe. Why you gotta? Why you gotta remind me? That's that's okay. Where were you when those towers? What's that song? <laughs> oh, oh no! <laughs> Where <song>? were you? <laughs> With, oh, that oh, it, <laughs> was that song <laughs> racist? <laughs> was it, was there like an underlying tone of racism in that song? Like they didn't really <laughs> say those brown people, but they kind of wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, well, show's over. I got nothing else to add to this. <laughs> nothing else and matters. I'm out. <laughs> Sorry about those 3,000 people that died. Managed, but you know. managed to just turn it into a 9-11 show. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I have you around for these uh, <laughs> unexpected things. Um, <laughs> I'm a little bit discombobulated now. Uh, where were we? 2001. <laughs> pay, pay attention. Um, <laughs> so you and I, we just recorded episode 50. We we ended this show th for, you know, 14 years, which I kind of regret. I think there was plenty more that we could have done with the show back then, but you know, I was trying to get laid. So, right. and uh, it, it worked. I did, but those, I th those were confusing times. Yes, so, that is you know. that is accurate. I, uh, I see that's the problem. I think maybe I should have embraced my nerdiness more. I think it would have been happier. Probably would have had better relationships if I'd done that. But I get back to Illinois from a little trip to uh, you know Maryland and Virginia, and I'm I'm I've got things to consider because you're telling me to talk with Megan and and just see how she feels about things and see where that goes and. And, uh, God, don't don't listen to old me. <laughs> <laughs> you, and you said, but you said if, if she still wants me, then I, I should tell Greg and you know have a little three three way discussion, work out what's going on. Laura, my my stepsister, not my girlfriend at the time, she wanted me to just blow the whole thing up and just just tell on everybody. Um, oh my God, is that really what I said? Like that, I told you, that <laughs> you told me have a, just have a little chat with her. You know what's really going on. <laughs> I said go with your dick. <laughs> Not necessarily. You you said yeah, that if, but... 
if she really wanted to continue her her pursuit of me, that I should tell Greg and see, you know, maybe put a put the stop yeah. to that. So you, you well, were being somewhat morally uh, good, <laughs> right? But the experience knows this was bullshit. That's so. true. No, I well, you originally were saying, you know, you essentially were saying, well, why didn't you fuck her? I mean, she was there. She she wanted it. What's what's wrong with you, Rob? That that was your original comment. So. Oh. Um, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classy Gabe. Classy Gabe. Classy we're we're better Gabe. now. We're better. Yeah, but that yeah. that's the fun of this story is that looking back is like maybe I wasn't the nicest person at every moment that I could have been. Maybe I wasn't so morally yeah, sound. I, I could I could see me being that way back then. Yeah. <laughs> that uh that's that's uh Yeah. That that was totally my attitude back then. See folks, uh, Gabe got around. <laughs> Gabe was I did. A, Gabe was a ladies man. <laughs> uh, you know, not to sidetrack, but that's all I cared about back then. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. It was just going out and, you know, it was just, it was bad. Like, <laughs> it was bad. Like, yeah. I try to tell people about it, and it's just like they don't think, they don't think of me that way. Like, they don't, right. they, they, a lot of people that I hang out with now don't know me from back then. Yeah. So, and it's like. No, you don't understand. I was there was there was a time where I saw three people <laughs> in a day. <laughs> Just three. <laughs> yes, and wow. I didn't give a fuck. Wow. I didn't care. Yeah. Like, it was just a matter of like, oh well, this is what I'm doing today. <laughs> you know, like this is yeah. what you know. It's just I was just meeting people on the internet and doing whatever. You know, it's just I did not <laughs> give a fuck. I, and I think a lot of it has to do with our parents. Just in the sense that we were so, I think we were so restricted and so, maybe this is just me, but it just felt like we were so controlled by our families and our environment that we finally got some freedom and we didn't know how to fucking handle it. I agree. You know? I agree. And yeah. it's just, we finally got some freedom and we went crazy. Yeah. You know, and it's just, at least for me, it's like, I went crazy. I did not know how to handle any type of freedom maturely, you know, <laughs> and it's just, I was given freedom and I just did whatever the fuck I wanted, yeah. you know, and it's just, and I made bad choices and it's like, I made a lot of bad choices <laughs> and I didn't care, you know, and it was just, it was it fun. Was, it, was it was fun. fun. And it was just like, like I would get grounded as a kid for the stupidest shit. I remember it was usually just grades. Yeah. Oh, you're not doing well enough in school. Or you didn't do your homework, and it was just like I felt like I was const. I felt like I was grounded till I got out of high school. Oh, you know, I felt like I was grounded <laughs> yeah. until I was eighteen. You know, <laughs> just like that's what it felt like. Like I was constantly grounded. You know, and finally they couldn't ground me anymore. Right. You know, and, <laughs> so I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And <sighs> just uh, so I did whatever I want, and then and I think that's that was a detriment. Because they didn't give me, they didn't allow me to go out and make my mistakes. Yeah, you know, early yeah. enough and on. Yeah, when it would have been less de detrimental. Right. Yeah. That I was out making stupid mistakes. I wasn't really. I did. I dated later. You know, it felt uh -huh. like like I didn't date early enough. Yeah, we talked know? about that where we didn't go yeah. to the right parties when we were like fourteen. Right. We should have been starting like fourteen. You know. Right. And because of that, I I made all my stupid mistakes. Thank God I didn't get anyone fucking pregnant. Uh, yeah, you know, like, uh huh. 
Thank God they instilled that fear in me, you know? (laughs) But I think you and I were raised in that similar way. There was always this, they were sort of overbearing. They were always looking for something that we were doing wrong. Luckily, I mean, I was, of of my three siblings, I was the better kid. Got in probably the least amount of trouble. But no, my trouble was was college, you know? When I went away to college, I screwed up a whole year like we talked about last show. And and yeah, those those were my mistakes. And really? it's just, it's so bizarre. Like, I don't yeah. understand. See, we're in the same boat because we were both the older kid. Uh-huh. And it felt like <laughs> like we were the trial run. Oh, yeah. The next one, they were just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, like, yeah know, that's exactly like, what it is. They, I think they expected more from us because we were the older right. ones. And then right. when our siblings came along acting up, they were like, ugh, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> the hell with it, you know? Like, my brother always argues... It's not fair because, like, you never got in trouble and you never did anything. It's like, because I was like, dude, like, I was always fucking grounded. Like, they never <laughs> let me go anywhere. Right, right. So I I had to make my own fun. <laughs> that's why, maybe that's why people our age are so into Nintendo and stuff like that. Because our parents constantly grounded us. Like, we were just so over, our parents were so overbearing that just... Maybe there's an entire generation. Like, I was just reading about this today. Our generation isn't really considered Generation X. Really? There's a term for it called Xennials, which is literally oh. between 1977 and 1983, the Oregon Trail generation. Oh, okay. Literally, All like, right. there's a small group because we really don't fit in with Generation X. Yeah. Because not... Generation X is a little earlier. A little you bit, know? yeah. We kind of hit computers at the right time, but uh-huh. computers were kind of had already happened. Yeah, kind of yeah. like so we're kind of in the middle of Generation X. Yeah, like, so I mean, we we were developed like right when Nintendo was a thing. Right, that's when right. we were really getting into things. When we were noticing right. that the, we're so, the Nintendo generation. But yeah, and so, then we're not really millennials because they're right. they're a little later. A little later. Right. Hmm. So that's weird. So it's just it's just kind of funny, and it makes me wonder if a lot of people have similar experiences of our age. Like maybe mm. just because our parents were so overbearing, yeah. and we were just like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna go off to Fantasyland and play Nintendo." You well, know? It's yeah. Just, like, you know. So my my challenge growing up was where I would I would do all my homework. I got good grades. I was I was well behaved. And then when I was done with all that, I wanted to play Nintendo. I had the NES. I wanted to play that shit. And my stepfather decided that I played it too much and tried to take right. it away from me. So you can't right. play it during the week. You can't play here. You can't. Like, you want to take away this thing that I, my goal. That was my whole right. goal. Was I, I did what I needed to do. Here's my reward. And now they're taking the reward away. And right. it, was, it wasn't long before I felt really resentful towards that. And right. just started to say, fuck it, I'm going to do it anyway. If he's not around, I'm just going to play. I don't give a shit. Fuck this guy. Right. I just, I, And I'm not really a naturally rebellious kid, right. but he, he kind of forced my hand. Right. And I didn't like that. Right. I think with a kid, if the kid's doing what the kid's supposed to do, they should have their free time. You know, I mean, yeah, don't overdo it, but Jesus, the kid wants to play games for a couple hours on a Saturday, leave him alone. Besides, right. that, was my, that was my thing. That was my passion, which led into our love of like, computers and stuff like that which actually led to my job so and yours too so mm-hmm. i think there was there was positivity there but they just never saw it so right i don't right. know what to make of it 
Yeah, I wonder about that. I, don't I wonder know. about the childhoods. But anyway, um, anyway, we're getting sorry. off track. So yeah, yeah. Oh, and my friend Bobby, his his idea was to let it go with the whole Megan thing. He said, "Look, she's in Vegas. You're in Illinois. Even if you guys want to do it, you can't do it because you're far away. <laughs> Your dick's not that right. long, Rob. So you go back <laughs> to college." Focus on well, yeah. I had a girlfriend at the time. We just started dating. So he said, "Focus on your girlfriend. Uh, let Megan make the next move, because the ball's kind of in her court. And if nothing happens, then you're good." So I did that. I went back. I didn't bring up our little situation. So I, I decided to kind of let it go. And and for a few months, it was fine because I was yes, yeah, focused on school and work and my new girlfriend and everything. Uh, now, shortly after Megan got back to Las Vegas. Because uh, if you recall, she had been kicked. She she had left the guild that her her former husband had had was running. Right now, is she officially divorced at this point? No, I think she's still. Oh. I think how long does it take to get divorced in Las Vegas? It like takes kind of. I don't know. It takes six a while. months. I think you have to be separated for a certain okay. amount of time. At this All point, right. she was. I think she might have been still technically married. Now, right. what happened was that somebody told her husband that she had visited us in Illinois. Right. Uh, I don't know who did it. I, I think it was one of my one of my, my buddies there because I was. It was really just the four of us. It was me, Greg, uh, Tim, and uh, Marcus. And someone someone ratted you guys out. I think I think it was Marcus because Tim was a nice guy. Tim never really got involved in people's business. He was like, you know, you guys do what you want. Marcus was kind of a shit. <laughs> His name will come up later in the story, but he was kind oh. of a shit. So I think he might have told the guild leader that Megan had visited. So when he found out about that, he kicked all of us out of the guild. Just we, we log on one day, all of our characters are no longer in the guild. Just boom, we're out. He was Damn. pissed. Um, even though they weren't married anymore, he just he felt betrayed and all this stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're out. Now back then, getting kicked out from a guild meant that you just lost the, the little tag under your character. There were no guild bonuses, no bonus experience, any of that kind of bullshit. Right. It's not like today where you join a guild in a game and you've got all this crap that you can do. It's kind of neat. So that that ended our little time in that guild. But sure enough, Megan brought us into whatever guild she was in and we, we continued on with our ever-questing. In the meantime, yeah, I mean, I, I, the whole Megan thing, just nothing, it didn't really go anywhere because it really couldn't. And whether or not I felt guilty about it, it, it didn't matter because we're focused on our, our, our relationships. So Laura and I... You know, we're hanging out when we can. And I do remember at one point we're hanging out at her friend's house, and this, this friend's mom did tarot card readings. Have you ever had the tarot cards? Yes. <laughs> so that's fun. She, she sat me down and said, okay, I'm going to do your, your reading. And, and she, I don't remember all of it. I do remember there was something about money. She said, according to this, you're surrounded by money, Rob. You're surrounded by money. You don't have any. Because you're a Jew. I, I, maybe. <laughs> but you don't have any money, but you will someday. You, you will come into a good bit of money later, but it's going to take a while, and it's going to be a struggle till then. So you're going to be you're gonna working hard for many years. Now, I, I was like, ooh, that's so interesting, but that's just kind of generic. I mean, I'm a white kid from northern Virginia. Of course I'm surrounded by money. Have you, you know, I come from Ashburn, Virginia. I mean, even the name sounds for Ashburn. You ever been to Ashburn? Come over to Ashburn. We have money and white people. I mean, it, it was a pretty easy assumption to make. Um, right. Surrounded by money. <laughs> I don't know if she knew I was Jewish. I, I don't know. I don't remember. It might have come up. But uh, and, and by the way, so far, it's, it's what, like 20 plus years later? I've not seen that money. 
So, I mean, you should you know, ask for a refund. Uh, right, you know. I mean, the, the relationship with Laura lasted about three months, and it, I mean, she was fun. We hung out there, but there was there wasn't much affection. Um, I, I felt it was weird because she was such a kind of a, a like a flirty woman in public. Like she, you'd see her as kind of a like a like a sexual kind of woman, just the way she presented herself. But in private, she got very shy and very reserved. And at the time, I wasn't sure why, because with because she she and Megan were both 19 at the time, and Megan was so much more uh, out about things. Like she's very mm-hmm. very sexual, and Laura was not. Uh, looking back, I think it was a maturity thing. I think Megan was sort of like a, a more mature 19. Laura was still kind of in high school mode, uh, still kind of a kid in her head, because she you was know, still hanging out with her high school friends and stuff like that. Um, so there was no sex, a uh, little bit of kissing. It was weird because I had her in, in my my apartment, my bedroom, a couple times, and I'm thinking, you know, this is you know this is the time to do this. But I just wasn't getting that vibe from her, like the kind of vibe I'd gotten from other women to say, okay, you know, let's do this. I never got that vibe, which was kind of weird. Um, so, and as as the 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 weeks went on, I I kept feeling like I wasn't really a priority because with me, I had I had my school that was number one, and then work. I got to make my money, but then when I had my free time, I would. I'd call her up, say, let's do stuff. But half the time she was busy. She uh, like she would go to dance clubs without me. And at one point I said, hey, you know what? Why don't you invite me to the club? I'll, I'll go clubbing with you. She's, and she said, but Rob, you're not into clubs. I said, yeah, not really, but I want to spend time with you. And she said, no, I'm just going to go with my friends. I just I wasn't really feeling like a priority to her. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, We actually did talk about... We talked about sex at one point, just on on the phone, and she claimed that she'd never had an orgasm in her life. And I said, "Really, you're 19? Like never? That you never, like never through masturbation or sex or it's so She said, "No, she'd never had an orgasm." So now, some guys would have been like, "Well, I'll give you one, little lady." I I kind of felt the opposite. I was like, "Well, that that's do I want to? Can I be the guy to do this for her? Can I be her first orgasm?" I don't know. Probably, if I if we'd done it, I probably could have gotten it done. I, I had a little bit of skill back then, but I don't know. It, it was kind of a it was more of a turnoff because I saw uh, sex a sex life with somebody who wasn't in touch with their own body. I I felt was not great. Um, I feel like it's important to be in touch with your body. It's it it kind of helps your sex life. But she wasn't, and maybe that was part of the problem. That she just maybe there was just something weird about sex with her. I don't know. I never really got into it too deep, too deep. Not oh, just. Um, uh, she and she even asked me, you know, what kind of stuff I'm into, and I I brought up, you know, the the titty fucking thing, and she because <laughs> that's Jesus, just a, Rob, you're she, really into that. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, you. I mean, that's your thing. I'll show you a folder on my computer. There's oh, like God. a whole category, like one whole folder, okay. that whole thing. Um, and I told her that, and she said. I'm not really into that. And I said, well, okay. She said, yeah, it doesn't really do anything for me. And I said, well, yeah, I understand that the cleavage doesn't have a clitoris or something. I, I understand it doesn't give the woman an orgasm. It's it's like a blowjob. It's something you do for the guy. She And she was just so hesitant about the whole thing that it was just kind of a turnoff. And coming from other relationships where the women had been more receptive to the ideas... I didn't. I didn't like that. I was. I was learning at the time that what I was really looking for was a woman who was open to just trying things, um, and she just wasn't. So 
after a little while, <clears throat> when we get to about uh, the three-month mark, I was feeling like, is this really going anywhere? I don't know. I, I wasn't really feeling the relationship. Uh, at that point, I, we were getting ready to, we were going to go out on a date on a Friday. I, I called her a couple days before and said, hey, let's get together on Friday. I wasn't planning on breaking up with her. I just, you know, was just trying to go out with her. And um, she agreed. And then Friday comes and she's not there. I get back from school or whatever it was. And I call her up and say, hey, let's, I wanted to get together with her. She wasn't home because she lived with her mom at the time. And her mom didn't know where she was. She just disappeared. And uh, so the day came and went. Saturday came and went. By the time we get to like Monday, I still hadn't heard from her. I'm thinking, is she dead? Where the hell? I'm starting to get a little worried. I called her mom a couple more times, and she still didn't know where she was. And I'm getting worried, but also a little pissed. I wasn't wasn't sure yet. And uh, by the next, I think it was that next Wednesday, I called up, and her mom said, I heard from her. She's been staying with a friend for the past few days. Uh, apparently, she just needed to get away for a little while. Uh, she'll call you when she gets back in town, probably on Friday. And so now I'm now I'm just annoyed. I mean, she's my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. We've been going after three months. She doesn't even have the doesn't even bother to call me and say, "Hey, I'm going to be unavailable." She ditched our date. She just she you know. So now I'm just kind of pissed. By this point, I'm I'm still friends with Megan, and that's uh, now. Is this friend she's staying with a guy? I I don't know. I think it was a girl. I okay. think it was with one of one of her female friends. Um, I mean, what was a guy involved? I don't know. I never got a notion that she was cheating, but it's possible because okay. um, she did know. You know, she still still kept in touch with some of her exes. But I, now I'm feeling like, well, damn, she she just took off for a week, didn't tell me. This this woman doesn't really care. And I'm I'm still talking with Megan. I told Megan about the situation because Megan was uh, Megan was was curious about my dating life. You know, we're still friends. And I told her, yeah, this is what happened with Laura. She took off and blah blah blah. And Megan's like, Rob, I, I don't think this girl likes you very much. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I, that's kind of the feeling I've been getting, and it's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying. I mean, I, I, Where did you meet her again? Laura. Yeah. We met on the uh, the the chat program. Oh right, on okay. uh, AOL Instant Messenger, you know, just right. kind of, okay. and she lived, uh, she lived uh, an hour away from where I was. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, I just felt like, because uh, look, we weren't married. I'm not saying we have to devote all of our free time to each other, but for me, when you're dating someone, you put in some effort. You you make time for that person because you want to get to know them. And she just wasn't. I just did not feel like she was really caring that much. So. Megan says, well, Rob, look, I know that uh, you're still dealing with this thing with Lara. I have an idea. What's your idea, Megan? How about you talk to my roommate? I said, really, your roommate in Las Vegas? She said, I know. Talk to her. She's nice. Uh, I think you guys will get along. She's got big boobs. Rob, I know you like that. Why don't you just chat with her for a little bit, see what happens. So she puts her roommate on, on the, I guess we're on the little messenger thing at the time. Her roommate gets on the messenger program. Her roommate... Her name is Kara. Um, Kara is a very upbeat, blonde woman, uh, curvaceous, big boobs, as you said, uh, very attractive, very attractive, uh, kind of like uh, Reese Witherspoon, you know, the actress, but uh, but okay. but prettier. Um, and so we prettier talk- than Reese Witherspoon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> she's a very attractive woman. Um, so we start talking and. At first, we're doing the you know like the chat the chat program, 
and we're getting along. We're, we're having a good conversation. We, we switch over to talking on the phone, and we're on the phone for like two hours. We, we, this is our first conversation together, and it was like two hours. And we just talked about everything going on in the world and our lives and everything, and it was just we, we kind of instantly connected, and I'm going great. I'm, I'm getting along with the chick who's in Las Vegas. Okay. Um, but it was fun. And, and at the end of it, because she, she knew I had a girlfriend, she's like, look, Rob, I know you have a girlfriend. I, I don't want to interfere with that. But I know that I'm in Vegas. And you're in Illinois. But I think that I would be a better girlfriend for you than your current girlfriend. I, I would treat you better. <laughs> I would call you all the time. I would send you gift care packages or whatever the hell. <laughs> I'd send you photos. And I'm thinking, okay, well, th- th- I said, yeah, well, let, let me figure out what I'm doing on my end, and I'll let you know. So this woman has essentially decided she is going to sell herself as a girlfriend for, for me. That's kind of weird. It was a little weird, <laughs> I, I found. But may- she was from Las Vegas. Maybe it's, just a, it's a different mentality. Because, I mean, Megan was sort of the same way, very, very upfront with her intentions. Maybe this is just a West Coast thing. I don't know. So now I'm sitting here, I've got a decision to make. Do I try to work things out with my current girl who just hasn't been making any effort? Or do I take a chance on on another long distance thing? Because, I mean, yeah, long distance, that can be a pain in the ass. And it's not like with Heather where I could just drive like half a day and see her. This is Las Vegas. That is a flight. So I took a couple of days, thought about it, and we get to about Friday. Yeah, I think it was that Friday. And I decided, you know, I'm going to give it a try with Kara. I mean, I'm not getting laid with Lara anyway, so I'm not getting laid here. I'm not getting laid there. Who gives a shit? At least with, with Kara, I've got better conversations. All right. So I, I make that decision, and I go to my bedroom, and there is a voicemail. Not a voice. What did they call it back then? Answering machine message. Right. Um, we... And, and it's Laura, and she's leave, she left a message saying that she was sorry about disappearing for, like, over a week, and she's, she wants to talk and all this kind of stuff. And her the way she was talking on this message, she was being a lot sweeter than she normally would be, which had me feeling a little suspicious because she's, mm-hmm. she's calling me, like, baby doll or something, and she never called me that before. And then on the message, on an answering machine, machine message, she said, I love you. We'd never said this to each other before. We had never exchanged the L word at, at any time. Now she's telling me in, a, in an answering machine message after she disappeared for a week? I was kind of pissed. I, I felt like she was being a bit manipulative. Like she knew she had done something wrong and now she was trying to compensate. So I was mad. I, I didn't like this because I already decided I was going to dump her anyway. I felt, like that was, I felt like saying I love you was not really appropriate on a, on a phone message. I think that should at least be, you know... Uh, during the phone call at the very least, you know, say it live. I went to, I actually went down to Greg's apartment and I said, Greg, let me tell you what this bitch did. And and he was like, oh, I told him and he, he was surprised. Said, yeah, that's a little inappropriate of her to do that. And I said, you know, I'm going to dump her. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not liking this anymore. And then for some reason I said, hey, can I use your phone? And I, I, I think my, my rationale was that it would be easier to go through with the dumping if Greg was in the next room, like, giving me moral support or something. I, I don't know. I don't know what my mindset was at the time. But uh, so okay. I used Greg's phone. I called up. Actually, I called up Kara first. I said, Kara, I want to be your boyfriend, but I got to dump my girl first. 
And I told her what she had done. And she was like, yeah, yeah, you should dump her. That's, that's not good of her to do that. And so she was on my side. I said, okay, let me do this. I'll call you back. So I called up Lara. And I told her, and I, I, and for, and first I asked her where she's been and everything. And she's trying to play it off as well. I just needed to get away from my family. And, you know, it's just feeling kind of, I needed some, some breathing room, blah, blah, blah. And I said, but you didn't call me. You Wait, didn't is Laura the same? Okay. Huh? Sorry, I'm getting your girlfriends confused. Sure. Um, Laura wasn't the religious one, right? No, that was Heather. Okay, with sorry. With the parents? Okay, yeah, yeah, with the parents. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah the Laura's the local okay. girl in Illinois. Okay. Uh, looks like right. Marissa Tomei, you know. Okay. Uh, I think she left, I think she only lived with her mom. I don't think I ever met the dad. I think she was just her and her mom okay. living together. Uh, and Laura okay. actually was uh, a little taller than me because I'm 5'7". I'm she was 5'9". So that was the only time I ever dated a woman taller than me, which was kind of okay. neat. Kind of enjoyed that. So I'm telling her, you know, this is what you've done. is just inappropriate. I, uh, this relationship hasn't been going anywhere. Um, and I, but I, I actually asked her some questions about her life. I, I, I asked her, you know, what are your aspirations? What, what, do, you, what do you want? <laughs> what are your goals? And after doing that for a few minutes... I, I mean, were you legitimately going to give her a chance, or you were just looking for reasons to dump her? Um, more than likely, I wasn't going to give her a chance. I was just right. kind of... I, I, more. It was really curiosity. You were, just, you were just backing up your own... Yeah, I was building my own case. Uh, right. Now, if I'd never met Kara, uh, I think I would have handled things a little differently. I think I would have at least gotten together with Lara... In, in person and said, hey, we've got problems, let's discuss. But now right. that I had this new girl, I was like, well, what am I waiting around for? <laughs> Fuck this girl. All right. <laughs> Done. So, yeah. um, all right. see, this is this is impetuous Rob. This is kind of how I was back then. Yeah, so this the is, first this sign is, of trouble, you know, okay. I'm out. <laughs> it's okay. You know, we can look this back mean, at this at, uh, we can look at the back at this with a lot of hindsight and yeah. say, oh, oh, youth. <laughs> at the time, it just seemed so important. Um, yeah. But after, I get it. After grilling her for a few minutes, I just realized she didn't have any goals. She wasn't going anywhere. She didn't want. She had Dude, no... she's nineteen. But isn't that when you're supposed to have goals? Like I, 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 I still don't have any goals. <laughs> but and yet somehow you've accomplished stuff. So have wow. I? Well, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> but see, like... this comes back to the to the judgmental <laughs> side of me. I can be very judgmental at times. I think I was just. I think I was just expecting too much of this girl. I think right. that was the problem. I, I think you were too. <laughs> but to be fair, I was like 23 at the time. So right. I'm thinking more about after college. And, and I was thinking about the right. future. She just wasn't. And I think that was the whole point is I was looking for somebody who was looking towards the future. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> you're asking an awful lot of this 19-year-old. <laughs> you're probably she, right. She legally – she can't even drink yet. So, like, you can't even ask – like – she barely could join the. She could barely be drafted. Uh-huh. Like you know, she just, she just legally can smoke a cigarette. Uh-huh. And you're asking her what her future holds. Yeah. You know, like who the fuck knows? Like that, that's. But it, it, that's all right. You know, it's you're old man Rob at yeah. 23. Yeah, you know, yeah. like you. <laughs> I kind of was. I mean, you know, a lot goes so on in, okay. in a five year period, no, especially in, it's in all right days. in your mind. I mean, I know what was ha- really happening in this situation. <laughs> you, you've got the new poon lined up, uh-huh. and you're trying to justify poon. getting rid of the old poon. <laughs> so it's fine, because right now there's no poon, and you want there to be poon. It so was, yes, right. I went from no chance of poon or slight chance of poon to high chance of poon. Right. Can so, we stop saying the word poon, please? I don't like saying right. this word. <laughs> right. 
So it's okay. So I understand where your mindset is, and you don't want to feel too guilty about it. Right. So you could say, oh, well, she had no – the 19-year-old has no future. You know? <laughs> How dare she? How dare she? So, uh, what okay. a dick I was. <laughs> See, so, and this is why I like telling this story because now I'm realizing I'm not as I was not as nice of a guy as I thought I was. No, <laughs> it's okay. Think it's a piece of shit as you were yeah. too. So it's, so yeah. it's fine. Oh, so, oh, stay tuned, kids. It gets better. Okay. <laughs> um, oh no. This I don't know who this care person is, but this all sounds like bullshit to me. So please. <laughs> So, uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, so I finally get to the point where I say, look, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm I'm done dating you. This just hasn't going anywhere, et cetera, et cetera. Die to fire. Click. <laughs> and I thought that she would say something like, yeah, you're right. This really hasn't been going anywhere. I'll see you later. I thought that was going to be the reaction. It was not. Her reaction was to fucking cry. This chick started crying on me, and I'm going, oh, my God. First, she pulls the whole I love you thing. Now she's crying after three months of barely caring about me. What the hell's going on? Now you I'm thinking. You were her rock, Rob. <laughs> what? You were her rock. Um, that's what I'm thinking. Did I misread this? Was yeah. was I the only stable thing in her life? Was right. was her whole I love you thing? Was that legit? Did she really love me? And, and that was her moment to tell me when she felt most comfortable? Have I broken up with someone who just realized she really liked me? Oh no! So I am I am wigging out at this point. I'm just like, what have I done? Oh you, oh no! You shoved another girl into therapy, Rob. Uh, yeah yeah. Is this another one I've now destroyed? Which is a little egotistical to think that way. But maybe I mean she's crying. What what the hell? I, I did not expect the tears. So Man, now I'm feeling really bad. Stop crying, really. Mm. And I but I, I I stayed strong. I said I'm sorry. I gotta go. Goodbye. So I, I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta. <laughs> I believe I did tell her I gotta go. <laughs> oh my god! So I get off the phone and I'm sitting there, and I'm just going, "What the fuck was that? What just happened?" I, I went out into the living room where Greg was. I said, "Greg, let me tell you what just happened." And Greg said, "Greg was surprised too. She cried. What, Rob? <laughs> what have you done to this girl?" I, was like, I don't know. I think I just broke her heart. But I didn't know she loved me. This is. But did she? Was she crying because she really loved me, or just because she liked having me around? I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, it's hard to say. But I felt bad. I, I did not. I thought it was going to be a smooth breakup. Just you know, you weren't around for for a week and a half. Why do you care? But it was not a smooth breakup. So, I went outside, and jumped in front of a bus. No, I didn't do oh, that. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went outside, and this is, um, what, like late February, early March, I think, in Illinois? One, two, three, something like that. And so the, it's still kind of cool out, and I'm, I'm just, I took like a 45-minute walk. I'm just walking around the neighborhood. They, they had nice little walking paths and stuff. Um, yeah, I went for a walk. Walk outside. And I was just thinking, and, and at one point, I started crying. I had tears in my eyes because I felt bad. And I finally got to the point where I went, you know, I, I did it. It's done. I've, I've, I made my bed. I'm gonna lie in it now. You know, this is my with decision. Kara. Wait, what? <laughs> I said with Kara. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, but that, that's what it was. Well, you know, Kara's there. I've got her now. I'm just gonna give that a shot. So, <laughs> are you okay, Kate? <laughs> yeah, fine. Uh, it's just, it's just. 
It just reminds me of all the stupid shit I did too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Now you've told your stories in some older episodes, as I recall. There was, there and was it's some... fine. It just reminds me of that. It just reminds me of the total disregard for anything but my own dick. Well, that's, you know, it just yeah. reminds me. I mean, it's and it and it's not really that because it's like you're trying. Like part of you legitimately is trying to do this the right way. Yeah. But it's like you just can't. Yeah. Like it's just. It's like there's this overwhelming desire to get yours. And uh-huh. it's like you're – you just can't th- – this is why you can't be president until you're 35. You <laughs> yes. know? Yeah. And this is why it's literally written into the Constitution. Yeah, they because, knew. Because, man, no. Like, you know, you've got to get that shit out of your uh-huh. system because we are fucked up until we are, you know, 35. That is exactly you know, right. You know, I wouldn't just, trust the no. president at that point. <laughs> no. 23, get no. out of here. No, like, we don't know. Like, we're making decisions like that. Yeah. We don't know. Like, no. <laughs> I, I, I tried to care about people's feelings. I really did. But at the here's the thing. I, I'm in college. I, I'm working... I'm working at least 30 hours a week. I'm taking, you know, a full course load. I'm a busy guy. I need a girlfriend who will fit into that lifestyle where, yeah, we'll, we'll go out. And, and, yeah, I was looking for some sort of sexual thing because, I mean, I, I, I needed it. Uh, I didn't want a relationship that was purely about that, but to have some sexual component. I'm 23. I need this. I'm a horny dude. Still am, but, you know, different. I think one of the problems is... It's bugged me about all this. Yeah. It's like, you're in fucking college, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, where are all these college women? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you going all over the, like, why are you on the internet? Why are you, like, going for people an hour away? Like, where are these, I mean, I get it that we're geeks, right? <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You're on campus. You're living on campus, right? <laughs> uh, or, not really. It wasn't really off a camp. campus. This is actually the problem. This particular school didn't really have a campus. It was right. The school was in, in an office building. Right. It was like the first three floors of this building was was the school. And then campus was just an apartment building. So there was right. no central place for people to gather. There was really no like like a, like a library or like a an on-campus place for people, like a cafeteria. No, and I, and you know that and you bring up a fair point with by saying this. That was the problem: is there was really no singular place for everybody to get together and meet. Okay. It was uh, it was a different kind of college experience. Now, if I'd gone to say like VCU, which I I, I had considered at one point, probably different. Um, right. There were women. I mean, I went to school with women, but a lot of the women that I went to school with, they showed up in class, they did their work, and then just left. There was no after class socializing. There's a little bit. I meant, you know, one or I two. I think your problem is you didn't know where to go. Correct. And I think you needed to find out because these people were going somewhere. So, I guess. You just weren't there. So, yeah. and, and that was part of the problem. Yeah. Because, I mean, these college kids had to be going somewhere. Like, Were they? I don't know. I mean, a lot of the I, women that I saw would come to class wearing, like, sweatpants and a T-shirt. Like, they weren't really... Uh, dressing to impress dudes. They were just there to get their education. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, but they want to get laid just yeah. like anybody else, Rob. Sure. So yeah, it's yeah, they just got a matter of finding out where they do get dressed to impress yeah. guys and go. This is you know, why I kind of wish we'd been able to talk about, this is why I wish we still had the show back then, 
Because right. we could have had this conversation. You could have asked me, why are you going after long distance, Rob? Why not go local? Right. You know, yeah, right. because one local chick didn't work out. There's other women there. No, you're so, right. You're, it is a fair yeah. question. But again, this is this is ex- now experience talking. Yes. Like, I I know better now, having gone through shitty long distance relationships. That right. that shit's bullshit. Yes. Like, don't fucking do that shit. Yes. Do not do that shit. That My- shit is bad. Just don't do it. I so. wonder, was I doing this to purposefully? sabotaged my relationships was it no like subconsciously did i just not want these things to work out no it's i'll tell you i'll tell you why having done plenty of this online bullshit Uh um it's that you you meet people meet these people online and your brain fills in all the gaps Ah. that makes up for the fact that these people aren't as good as you think they are Mm. so you you find some nice common ground yep. and your brain just says, Oh, well this person's perfect. So <laughs> yeah. and they're not. So right. it's just but because you're not there with them all the time and you don't really get to know them until you live with them. Yes. And you spend all the time with them. So but your brain doesn't and your brain and your hormones fill in all the gaps. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. and you just that's just how it works. Oh my god. And it it, it happens yeah, and and so, and it isn't until you you like have that time with them that you realize, oh, here are all their flaws, just mm-hmm. like here are all your flaws. Bingo. So you Bingo. know, and that's tough. That's what it is. So. I think the the long distance you get to sort of live the fantasy, the right? Relationship and you is get whatever to, you want it to be. And not just that, but every time you interact, and every time you get to put your best self forward. Yeah. And they get they see your best self. Yeah. And. You know, as opposed to the real you, you're, you know, you're so. presenting an image of yourself during that phone call or whatever it right. is that that is just this part of you. I mean, you know, and, when you live with someone, now you see all the bullshit and everything is calculated and right. everything you say is like calculated. Show. Right, right. Uh, excuse me. So that's why. So believe me, I've done this enough. So <laughs> ah, man. good. Very good insight. Thank you. Mm. But with uh, so. Yeah, so I'm, at, I'm taking my little walk, and I realize, all right, well, I'm with Karen now. Let's just do this. So I get back to the apartment, call her up, and I said, uh, all right, Burke up with Laura. I am yours now. You know, let's, let's do this. And she's like, and she was happy. All right, that's good. I'm glad. We're, we're boyfriend and girlfriend now. Fantastic. And she asked me, uh, why did it take so long for you to get back? You were gone for like two hours. And I told her, well, you know, I, had, I did the breakup, and Laura starts crying, and I did not expect her to cry. I thought she would be diff- react differently. So I start feeling bad. Then I went for a walk, and I'm starting to feel bad. I'm thinking, did I make a mistake? Maybe I should have handled this differently. I don't know. And then Kara starts crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. I have now made two women cry within the same fucking hour. What is wrong with me? That's so then fun. Megan gets on the phone and says, Rob, wh- what did you say to her? Why is Kara crying? I said, I don't know. I'm just telling her about the breakup. And I told Megan what I had told Kara. Megan says, oh, okay. I think there was just a miscommunication. She gets Kara back on the phone after a couple of minutes. And Kara said, I asked her, you know, what, what happened? Kara said that she thought that I was saying I, I was going to try to get back with Laura. And I said, mm. no, no, no. I just felt bad about it. I was just, it was... Just in the moment, I felt bad. I'm not trying to get back with. No, I'm I'm done. We're I'm with you, Kara. And she, okay, so now the now we it was a miscommunication. No big deal. Possibly a red flag that she reacted that way. No, but 
the fact that she, I mean, this is the, our first day of dating, and she's already getting emotional about the idea that we might not be dating. That's kind of a good sign in a, in a somewhat crazy way. Yeah. To have that emotional reaction. I mean, you know, Laura didn't cry until the end. So <laughs> it's important to get the crying done in the beginning so that you know that they love you. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> no, don't do that. That's not what <laughs> I'm kidding. So, so I now have a long-distance girlfriend who is extremely attractive. And she immediately starts uh, sending me, like, photos. And we, we didn't have uh, cell phones back then, so you couldn't just take a selfie and, and, and text it. She would actually, she would either send me little little photos, like webcam photos, Mm-hmm. In the in the chat program, but she had to use Megan's webcam because she didn't have one of her own. Um, so that so we couldn't do like the the online webcaming chat thing. We didn't have that capability at the time. Damn. Yeah, that's yeah, a tough yeah. time because it's like well. it was. Yeah, we. I mean, we had webcams, but um, at the time they Mike, weren't the they weren't the most easiest technology to navigate or right. purchase back then. Yeah, so. and plus, if you wanted to chat with someone, you usually had to pay for a service. Um, yeah, and it was, the video it was, quality it was terrible. Yeah. Plus, at that point, my computer—I had brought my computer down to Greg's uh, apartment because that's where like our EverQuest LAN party thing was. So I didn't really have the privacy, even if we wanted to do some, you know, sexy chatting. But yeah, so we we were doing the the sort of uh, the modern online dating thing at the time, and Kara told me that. Well, I don't know if I mentioned when when I'd been going out with Megan, uh, we exchanged naked photos. She she asked me oh to send her nudes of me, and oh I my. did. Kara saw these photos, and and according to Megan, Megan's mom saw the photos too. Oh, <laughs> so and Megan's mom liked what she saw. So I'm like, well, that's, that's awkward. <laughs> uh huh. But um, wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so three women <laughs> have seen these photos. Um, do you have a question? <laughs> no, it just, that's just awkward. It, Las Vegas. I mean, you know. It, it, uh, no, Vegas doesn't. That doesn't explain that. There's naked people all over this town. Have you seen the play? Strip I mean, everywhere. yes. They're a little more comfortable with it's nudity. Your daughter. I know. Okay. It was anyway, weird, but yeah. So, the, I mean, yeah, Megan and her mom true. had a weird upbringing, but yeah, yeah. So a part of it, part of Kara's interest in me came from the fact that she had seen my naked photos before meeting me, before you know talking to me. And she liked what she saw. So, but I, at that point, I don't think I realized that they'd shared the photos until she told me. And I'm like, really? So my ex, your roommate, has shared these photos with you? I mean, okay, it, it got your attention, but that's a little weird. I was a little perturbed at the time. But what the hell? You know, I'm, I'm 23. I'm in shape. All right. Here's, me, here's my naked photos. Enjoy, ladies. <laughs> now, by the way, these were requested. Let me, let me be clear about this. I did not just send them to her. All well, you dudes out there sending your dick pics to chicks on Twitter that you do not have a relationship with and have not asked for them, you're a bunch of assholes. Don't do that. You only send dick pics when it has been requested by your partner. <laughs> so, yeah, none of these unsolicited pictures. That's true. So, now, now Kara's talking about the photo, and she said, you know, I, I like what I see here, Rob, but have you considered shaving? And I said... I shave my face all the time. No, Rob, have you considered shaving down there? Because it looks like you've never done that, and you got a bit of a, a bit of a bush. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I never really thought about it. It just never occurred to me to shave or groom. I, no one, 
I mean, you know, the the household I was I was raised in very oppressed and didn't they didn't really talk about sex very well. My, my parents were going to be like, make sure you shave your pubes. They they weren't going to talk about that shit. Um, I, I it just never occurred to me. So I said, okay, all right, because you know. When your hot, blonde, busty girlfriend says, hey, shave your pubes, you kind of have to. I mean, you know, you got to do what the girl says. So, I did it. I, All I, of them? Um, yeah. <laughs> Down to the skin. So, I, I, for the first time in my life, I, I did the, the manscaping, as they call it. And uh, it, it hurt <laughs> a little bit. I, I nicked myself in a couple spots. Um took a couple tries because it was I had never been done before what I should have done is I should have gotten the electric clippers and then did trim it up first, and then, then yes. trim it up a little more I, I just went right for the razor so it, it, it was oh, a pro- no. it took me like See. an hour it was a process but I finally got it done and then I, I sent her new photos and and by the way taking fo- taking selfies back then it you had to have a mirror because you couldn't because it was a regular camera like you know with the lens and everything you couldn't really aim that at yourself so I had to I had to stand in front of a mirror and kind of you know take it off to the side, but I got new photos, new so <laughs> my new naked photos of Rob. Sent them off, and she calls me once when she got them, and she said, "Rob, I got the photos. This looks good. This is good. <laughs> this, your dick looks bigger." Because that was the whole thing. She said, "When you shave, it makes what you have down there look bigger. You're not actually bigger. You're just showing more." Uh, okay, it works. All right. Huzzah! So, Hooray! Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I gotta say, I was actually kind of impressed with the results when I, when I did it. I was just like, I didn't know I had all this. I'm, I don't, I don't have a big dick. I'm not saying that. I'm, calm down. It's a very average, boring dick, but it just looked better. It was very <laughs> well presented because you know sometimes gay presentation is key. You know what I mean? <laughs> put it on a fucking pillow. <laughs> so you know you could doll it up, put a ribbon on it. So there it was. I'm I'm now all shaved up. And now I'm thinking, wait a minute. Is this why I've never gotten a blowjob? Because there were situations where I could have, but they never went for it. D- did they see the bush and go, whoops, I'm not going down there. But nobody brought it up. I've oh. only been with two women at that point. No, that's not it. I mean, this is what, in, uh, 2001? I mean, shaving wasn't as common back then. It's more common now. No one now. gives a fuck about your bush. Ah, I don't know. Anyway, so, okay. Well, <laughs> Rob's bush. All right. Um, but yeah, she, she liked it. I remember I was telling my, I was, I was working at a, at a grocery store at the time, and I was telling my, my, my friends there that uh, I had this girl in Las Vegas. She's coming to town in a, in a little while, and I think she was planning on coming to town like two months after we started dating. That was, that was the plan. And one of the girls I worked with said, Rob, you should change your haircut. Because I still had the kind of dorky haircut. And I said, well, what should I do with it? She said, go to the barber and get him to do some kind of like a spiky thing. You know, just something, ask for something different and modern. See what happens. And I, so I did that. I went and got my spiky haircut. And I started using why, gel. Why are these women trying to change you so much? Um, I think, I, I like to think of it as they saw, they saw potential. I don't know. All these right. Are just, these are just women okay. I worked with, you know. Okay, but because I had a dorky haircut, that's why I don't. Okay. I don't think it was my personality. I think it was just the hair, but I liked it. The hair was good. I I I sent Kara a photo of the new hair. She said, "Ooh, I like that haircut. That's good." So you know, I'm getting approval. That's what it was when you know I'm getting the approval of women. Kara 
we were talking one day, and she asked me if I was into any sort of sport. And I said, well, you know, I, I used to be on the swim team, but I don't really play sports. And she, she asked me if uh, I would consider taking up a sport. And I told her about the time when I was 14, and I was I got made fun of at a basketball court, and I didn't maybe hate basketball. And Wait, she, what is happening I, in this relationship? <laughs> wait. <laughs> she And I'm telling her, you know, why do you want me to change? You know, I'm, I'm not a sports guy. I'm a nerd. I like games and computers and stuff. And, you know, why are you trying to change me? So she said, well, I don't know. Just thinking it'd be kind of nice. So now I'm thinking, does she really want to date me or a version of me? You know, what's, what's, what's going on here? It was another red flag that maybe something's a little, right. a little kooky here. You haven't even met her yet. I know. And, and I think at, at, at one point she was actually saying that if, you, if you're trying to change the person you're with, you probably don't want to be with that person. So I'm right. thinking, what, what is she telling me here? So it was a weird conversation. It was definitely, it, it took me by surprise. I felt like, I don't know what, what, you know, what the hell she's suggesting by that. I actually suggested, well, why don't you take up video games? Why don't you try playing EverQuest for a little while? She's like, well, maybe I'll make a character. I don't know. Um, she eventually did make a character and played it for like an hour just to say she did it. So, you know, credit to her for at least trying. Right. Now, one, one, now speaking of EverQuest, uh, with when, uh, whenever Kara would call up to, you know, to talk or whenever she would, so, I think she would sometimes tell Megan to give her a call cause I'd be in the game. As soon as she did that, I would quit EverQuest. I would like turn off my computer just, Oh no, I was disconnected so I could go talk to her because as, as much as I enjoyed EverQuest, I, had more fun talking with her, you know, that right. she was the priority. So that was, that was neat. I, I felt kind of proud that I was able to pull myself away from the game to, to be with my girlfriend. So um, I wasn't as obsessed with that game as, as some of my friends were. Uh, but I mean, if I, if I, if I'd been smart, I just would have quit the whole damn game altogether. But you know, but how long, how much were you playing that game? Uh, a good bit. I mean, it was, I, I would do school I take care. I didn't didn't affect my grades or anything. I go to work, and then free time was EverQuest. That was really the most of my free time. It was it was pretty intense. I mean, I was going on raids, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it was the four of us, all four of us guys in the same room. We were all into it. So I think that was it was a little bit of peer pressure there. Wanted to be part of the group, but uh, yeah, I definitely regret the time I spent. Mm. See, that's what. See, there you go. The local girlfriend question. If I hadn't been playing that game, I would have had more time to search, you know, to, to get out there in the world. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but but I was willing to at least, qu you know, quit out of the game to, to be with a girlfriend. Um, at one point, I think about two or three weeks after we after we started dating, uh, Greg goes out to Vegas to visit Megan because they had already had a, a trip planned. So he goes out by himself. Oh, you should have gone with him. I know. By the time the trip was planned, it was like two weeks. And I, I didn't have, I think tickets were too expensive at the time. If, mm. I, if I would have tried it, once we, Karen and I had, had gotten together, I think if I had booked a ticket, it would have been too much money. Um, so, yeah, I know, because she calls me up and says, you know, Greg's here, and we're, it's fun, but I really wish you were here, Rob. I, I want, and it would have been nice if you could have come to me. It would have been perfect. We're still early in the relationship, still happy. But, no, right. I just, I didn't make the plans properly uh, but I did at that point I did make uh, uh, visitation plans for two months after we started dating so at the end of the semester right. so plans had been made um, but yeah she's saying that that, that uh, she wishes I could have been there and she says Rob you know the three of us have been talking and we're thinking that that when all four of us get together we'd like to try a, a group activity 
And I said, group? She said, you know, the four of us together, you know. Oh, you mean like an orgy? She said, yeah, yeah. And I said, Kara, <laughs> look, we haven't even been together yet. I mean, we haven't even done anything. Can we at least do that a couple of times? I, I think I know that's Megan's idea. But I, that was my theory. I think maybe she had brought it up as her kind of her way to get at me, but doing it uh, with, with a, everyone's approval. That was like her little sneaky way of doing that. But and I, it was a. Wait, let, let, let me ask this: Are <laughs> yes. you? You're okay. Um, this person, you know, this person exists, right? Like, wait, who? This uh, 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 Kara exists. Kara isn't Megan, right? No. Oh yeah, she's not the same. Per- I've, they're, I've, the same I've, they're not the same person, no, right? No, it's different person. Okay. She, okay. She's not All doing right. a voice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we've All seen right. photos. Just, we've just, exchanged just photos. Sure. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything when it's long distance, you know? Like, Maybe. Anyone could do that. But you so. could have just hired somebody. Um, or just, you know, just use someone else's pictures. Okay, <laughs> so you're sure this person actually exists. All right. Yes, this, she exists. And Greg exists. met her. So. Uh, we've not met yet, but I, I, we've well, seen Well, Greg that. met her. Greg, Greg, yes, Greg confirmed she, she exists. Um, okay. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm thinking, God damn it, I wish I would just, you know, booked that ticket or something. I mean, fuck. Dude. Yeah, dude, you totally, absolutely, hundred percent. I blew like, it. You should have used any amount of money. I should have just said, "Fuck it." Just you, like, legitimately, you should have gotten a credit card. Uh huh. And just done it. Like, yeah, I don't. Understand. I had a credit like, card. I had a credit card. I should have just maxed it out and just, just you know, paid the four hundred, five hundred dollars. Just fucking gone. It was only four hundred, five hundred dollars, dude. You totally, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but again, like, I'm in I college. Understand. For me, I, that was a lot of money. So you know, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. Done Life is about experience, and I, I, I did not give myself the experience. <sighs> bad choices, man. Bad choices. That see that right there. Hundred percent bad choice. Like you, yeah. like see, you had the buffer of having your friend there with you. Yeah. Like so, because th- now you got to go out there by yourself. No, no, no. Like no, no, not not true. Okay. We, okay. The, All Greg right. and I will will go back there together okay. Okay. later. That that later in the story. Now it's funny because okay. when Greg came back, I said, you know how how is Kara? And his his comment was, Rob, I think you're gonna like her. She she's your type. Because Greg knew I had this affinity for uh, curvier women back then. Still okay. do, by the way. So, um, but yeah, so that, that was a, that was unfortunate, but it was kind of funny that she's bringing up this whole foursome idea and we haven't even met yet, but the fact that she's cool with that is speaks uh, volumes about her, her, her sexual attitude or something. Now, Kara and I were talking about, um, you know, what we're going to do when we, when we meet each other and, you know, what, what are we going to do in the bedroom? What, you know, she's asked me, what, what stuff do you want to try? Are there, are there things you haven't done? And I said, well, you know. <laughs> I've only been with a couple of women, so I don't have much experience. But and and what, Gabe? What do you think I brought up? I I can't think of anything <laughs> you might want to do. I, I think it started uh, this this uh, this t, story. T, the good old TF. <laughs> this this story brought to you by the letters T and F, and I brought that up. But I also mentioned that I never had a blowjob, and she said, "Well, first of all, you know the the boob thing. That's easy. I'm I'm well equipped for that. I'll, I'll I'm going to blow your mind. It'll be amazing. But Rob, you're 23 and you've never had a blowjob." Never did. It's like, Rob, you, you've had sex, right? Yes. And they never did that? Never. And she and she got mad. She says, what a bunch of bitches. Your girlfriends were bitches, Rob. Because I take care of my man. I was just like, okay. I mean, I don't. That's, I had to defend this. Whoa, well, hold on. I don't think they were bitches. It was just the situation. You know, it was just, it just didn't get to that point. 
She says, Rob, I'll take care of you. It's going to be amazing. Well, you kept breaking up with them like every three months. I know, So it's right? like if you could stay with someone for any prolonged period of time. <laughs> Just as like, things were about to get going, I was out. Right. I was very impatient. Sure, I was like, eh, you don't have <laughs> – this This 15-year-old doesn't have any aspirations. Like, 19. <laughs> 19. 19. Whatever. Jesus you Christ. Know, this, this, all these peoples in my life don't have no aspirations. They're done. <laughs> You know, you don't have a 401k, I'm out. How dare you? I'm out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Where do you see yourself in five years? I'm out. No. God, that was like a shitty interviewer. The, the, the correct answer is blowing me and giving me TF. I'm out. I mean, at least I knew what I was into, you know? Even even, even yeah. before having had it, I already knew what I wanted, so. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. She's she's uh she was into it. She was fine. She's she said, "Yeah, when you're, you know, when it comes to sex, you should definitely be with somebody who is cool with what you want to do." Cuz I told her how I told her how Laura reacted, and she was like, "Yeah, you didn't want to deal with that cuz even if she did it, it would have been boring. She wouldn't have liked it." No, no, no. You want to be with somebody who's who's going to take care of you. By this point, we had already said that we love each other. I think we'd gotten to maybe like after 2 weeks, I think we started saying the the, the L word. So we'd established that there was definitely something going on here, which I feel was a bit too quick, but it felt right. It was my brain saying, this is too quick, but my heart saying, it felt okay. What the hell? What the hell did I know back then, you know? Mm-hmm. At one point, though, we were talking, and I was in Greg's room at the time, and there were some people making noise in the room, and they, uh, Kara said something, and I couldn't quite hear. So I said, okay, hoping I, I guessed the right answer. And then she gets mad. She says, what do you mean, okay? Okay? I say that to you and you say, okay? I said, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. The room was loud. She said, I'm not going to tell you what I said. Get the fuck out of here. She, she got mad because I, I, I responded wrong to something. Mm. Turns out she said, I love you. Which, <laughs> and once she says that, I said, Make, I said, Kara, we, we've already said I love you. This is not like the first time you said it. Why are you getting mad? This is stupid. What are you doing? So I'm getting mad back at her. I'm, I'm kind of throwing it back in her face. And... So I said, this is a dumb thing to argue about. Get the fuck out of here. And I, I, I hung up angrily. And then, you know, I, then I felt kind of like a dick. Like, well, I was probably overreacting that. Called her back up, you know, like an hour later. I said, I'm sorry. And I didn't mean to get angry like about that. And I, said, I think, yeah, that's my kind. I said, I'm sorry for getting angry. And she said, Rob, it's okay. You never apologize for how you feel. That's just how you feel. And you're right. I was a little, a little harsh. I should, I shouldn't have said that so it was kind of like our first little mini argument but we worked it out it was we argued and then we made up which i thought was kind of a mature situation because that that rarely happened usually the first argument oh well we're breaking up then because you know we're we're 19 and we're dumb but i felt like this was kind of a mature relationship i liked it so things were going pretty well that that first month was was good she was uh she was. She would regularly send me uh, naked photos. She actually had one of her, her her friends was taking a photography class, and she used Kara as a model. And Kara said, "You know, I'm getting some some kind of like classy photos taken, but uh, if you want, my friend can take some you know some slutty ones for you." I said, "Yeah, take a few slutty ones. You know, do." I, I gave her some suggestions. She sends me some photos, and they were nice. I mean, this is. I mean, this is like a, a recently taken, very high quality photo. This wasn't like a webcam screenshot. This was a high-quality photo. This was a good-looking woman. I was just like, damn, this is nice. Oh, yeah, she, early on, she suggested that we try phone sex. H- have you ever done the phone sex? I-, I think you have. I seem to recall 
You've done some phone yeah. sex. I thought it was a stupid idea at first. Because, like, you know, what are you, we're talking to each other? Come on. But it was not stupid, especially because I had photos of her. So the phone sex plus looking at the photos, this was like some new masturbatory experience I'd never had before. It was mm-hmm. pretty wild. It worked very well. We get to the one-month point. where This has been a month of dating. Things are going very well. She calls me up and says, Rob, we need to talk. Oh, God damn it. The old we need to talk thing. So now I'm thinking, you know, what's, what's going on here? She says, Rob, I'm pregnant. So now I'm freaking out. Now there's every little sound alarms going off my head. I'm going, no. My girlfriend, who I've never met before, that I've been dating for a month, is now pregnant. You got her pregnant through phone sex. How did I'm thinking? Am I that good? Am I that virile? <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm not that good. As it turns out, this this happened because of her ex-boyfriend. They they had had sex like shortly before breaking up, and I guess they had broken up shortly before we got together, which I never really established. I never asked her, when was your last boyfriend? Like, how long has it been? I just never occurred to me. But yeah, I guess it happened shortly before we got together. But in a situation like this, you can react to it a couple of different ways. The first way is you can just ask questions and, and figure out what's going on. Or you can react very angrily and judgmentally. Which way do you think I reacted? What, what's your guess? <laughs> angrily and judgmentally yes there you go ding 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 I, I immediately started accusing her of cheating and how dare she how could she be so irresponsible and blah 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 I turned into a complete asshole <laughs> and it was it might have been one of the, the most dickish moments of my life I didn't I didn't care about what she had to say I was just there to just judge and make her feel bad because I just I wasn't thinking I just reacted. It was pure instinct, and it was bad. It was not good. I, yeah. I, I reacted very poorly. She was surprisingly patient with me, kind of like mm-hmm. you know she heard, she would listen to me talk, and she'd say, you know, are you done yet? Can I can I explain? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you have to explain? And I was just I was just going off on her, and the conversation. It was before I knew you. Yeah, like <laughs> that, that. That yes, that is exact exactly what it was. But I I didn't want to hear it, so. Eventually, we just hung. I, I hung up, and we just stopped talking. I just assumed that the the relationship was over, and she was gonna go back to her ex and all this stuff. Now, why did I assume this? Because I was fucking stupid. I'd never been in a situation like this. I'd never dealt with a pregnancy. I didn't know how to handle it, and so I I, I think we didn't talk for like a couple of days. Now, which, how long did she know she was pregnant? I I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know what the what the gestation period is. Like, at what point do you know you're pregnant versus when it actually how, happened? Wait, how long have you been together at this point? One month. I'm right. So you've been together a month. So when did she break up with this guy? Um, I think it might have been a week or two before we got together. Okay. I never quite got the timeline down. That was I. I don't. Okay. It's a little little hazy, but it was shortly before. Yeah, I think it. I think when we got together, she'd been single for maybe two weeks. I mean, how long after getting pregnant do you are you able to do the test? I don't know. I mean, couple weeks. Couple weeks. So, so maybe you know maybe she 
it was just like her period just was late, and maybe she just noticed within that last week or so. I, I don't know. I don't know. How long? Hmm. hmm. This is after Greg's been there, right? Yes. It's Greg's baby. No. I mean, <laughs> it is that a possibility? <laughs> Greg's a good-looking guy. You know? <laughs> and, I mean, I'm not causing shit. I'm not trying to bring up shit, but they immediately start talking about having a fucking four-way yeah. after Greg's there. I believe that was my thought process. Is, wait a minute. They were talking about that. That that did occur to me. That maybe like was this is crazy? that a possibility that? I mean, anything's it, anything's possible. I mean, okay. No, that I that mean, was that. I mean, that, that was did... the first thing that popped to my mind too. It was like, oh shit, because right. all of a sudden, like, I mean, I'd imagine that this boyfriend that is just now making an appearance mm-hmm. would have been something that you guys would have talked to talked about at any point in your conversation, right? Ever. You know, like, yeah. you guys have been talking for a month. Yeah. I mean, you've talked about your exes. Mm-hmm. She hasn't brought up her ex at all? I think she had. She she talked about her exes, but I okay. don't think she mentioned the, the timeline in terms okay. of how, how frequent or how recently it had been. But as far, yeah, but uh, no, Greg. Right, Greg... but I would think that, <laughs> that, but I would think that that's something you bring up. Like, uh, not, I mean, sure. I mean, but, oh, yeah, I just went through a breakup, too. I think she did. Okay. I think that All was right. a point of conversation. Yeah. Okay. I think that's All part right. of how then we that, that part of how it, we connected. That, that gives it credibility. Then. Yeah, yeah. So maybe it's not Greg's baby. No, it's not Greg's baby. It's, no. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Besides, Greg at one point mentioned that he 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 doesn't prefer her body type. He she's a little too curvy for his taste. He he prefers more fit women. But that that's oh, yeah. just his his type. Okay. But, it's not great. But then again, we're Damn. talking about a foursome, Damn. so I, th- I thought we were getting. I thought no. we were getting. We, we were getting some uh, Jerry Springer shit was happening. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no. Shit. Okay. No, but so and for the past month, her and I had been talking pretty much every day. Like every day, we had conversation. At one point, we had like a five-hour phone conversation right. that went from like eleven o'clock at night to four in the morning or something. I saw the sun come up, and I said, "Oh shit, I better." get a couple hours of sleep before my class. I mean, we, we did some phone calls. By the way, this is when I had the, the big phone bill that we've, we've talked about in the past, where I got, I got two big phone bills because I didn't set up my, my stupid long-distance plan properly because I'm stupid, you know. Yeah, I've done that. Dumbass. So we, we don't talk for like two or three days, and I'm thinking, well, shit. You know, maybe I should just call her up. This is not a good way to end things. Let me... I, I'm, now I'm feeling just terrible. I feel so bad now. I've been such an asshole... And I, I, I mean, think, she, I mean, has she told you what she's gonna do? No, we didn't get to that point in the conversation. Okay, I didn't you're just hear too it. busy being a big baby. Exactly, okay. exactly. All right. So I called her up and I said, "Look, I have totally fucked up. Uh, I'm, I just, I apologize so much to this woman. Like, I'm so sorry. I've been such a dick. I, I'm, I realize this. This is, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know exactly what I said, but I was very apologetic. And I said, uh, "Let's talk about this. You know what?" what do you want to do about this whole pregnancy thing? And she said, by this point, she said, well, Rob, uh, yeah, you're right. You've been a dick and you know, this is not good. We, we talked about, I don't remember the exact details of the conversation, but we, we made up, we, we, we got, we made up as best as we could. And yeah, I think admitting that I was just totally wrong in the wrong and it was a heartfelt leg- legitimate apology. I think that helped. 
It wasn't like one of these bullshit apologies, like, yeah, yeah, whatever, stop crying. No, 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 I, I meant this shit. And she said, well, Rabbi, I went to the doctor, got things checked out, and and uh, I had a miscarriage. That's what ended up happening. She she miscarried the pregnancy. So, you know, regardless of this or that, it was, uh, you know, it was gone. So, um, so now that led us to speaking about her visitation, which is like, okay, well, obviously we need to speak about birth control. Let's let's have an adult conversation about what we're going to do when when you arrive. You know how how are we going to handle that? You know what what method are we going to use? And she said, well, I I don't really prefer condoms. And in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, no shit, right? But I wasn't going to say that to her at this point. I said, okay, well, I you mean, know, I, clearly she needs to get her fucking ass tested. Uh huh. So yeah. Hopefully that conversation happened. I don't know. Did we speak about testing? I think she might um, have gotten testing while she was at the tested, while she okay. was at the doctor. She was clean, as far as I know. We, she she determined she was clean. Um, it was determined. But uh, I'm, th- I'm saying, okay, well, you know what? What are we gonna do? Because I'm not gonna just go in there with nothing. You know, I'm not gonna do the the pull and pray method. She said, all right, well, I'm gonna get on birth control. And, you know, it takes a couple of weeks to kick in. So by the time I get there a month, a month from now, I'll be ready and we'll do that. Okay. So no disease. She's on the birth control pills. Okay. This is, this is fine. And so that's, that's good. But I, I noticed over the, between that point and her visiting, the tone of the relationship had now shifted as one might expect. We're still calling each other a lot, still talking. Um, but there was just a slightly less, uh, how would you, I don't know. How would you say that? that? Things were a little bit less romantic, okay. A little bit less passionate. Like you could tell uh-huh. that she was starting to pull away from me emotionally. I believe that the pregnancy situation hurt the relationship significantly. Um, even though, yeah, you could argue, sure, she was technically irresponsible, but my reaction was not the reaction that you want. Um, so take this lesson, audience. Don't react the way I did to a pregnancy. Be be better than I was. Right, so I gotta I gotta grab something. Be okay. Hold on. I gotta. There goes Gay walking out of the room. All right. Yep. Oh, there he is. Oh, it's a chair. It's a nice chair. Look at that blue chair. It's a nice chair. Nice Hold blue on. chair. Wait. I'm gonna see if my headset dies. One Uh-oh. second. Okay. I can still hear you for now. Are okay. Heading to the kitchen. Yes. Okay. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I can hear the crackling starting to go out. Crack of the game. Oh yeah. No, I don't want this. Change the one. <laughs> I'm going to give out some music while Gabe's away from the microphone. I mean, not really. You're away from the camera. I needed a muffin. Ah, muffin, yes. Very I good. haven't had breakfast. I haven't either. I'm, I'm, I'm actually doing kind of like intermittent fasting. Mm. I've, I've been encouraged to wait until like 11 or 12 o'clock to have my first meal. And it's fine. It's not that big of a deal. So at this point, we're, there, you know, we're still together, but the relationship is, the tone of the relationship has dropped a little bit. I'm, I'm hoping we can get past it, though. I'm hoping over the next month we can, I can show her that I'm not, I'm not that dick. It was just a one-time thing. So at one point, um, I'd say about two weeks before she's coming to visit, we're talking, 
And Kara was saying, uh, you know, you're excited about us coming to visit. And I said, yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think, you know, the four of us, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hang out at the mall. We're gonna find, I, don't, I don't know if we were going to do the, the foursome at that point. might have been maybe at a later date, but, you know. <laughs> we're going to hang out at the mall. <laughs> she says, you know, Rob, I'm a little worried because I know you, you and, and Megan had a little thing. I, I, I know that she told me about what happened when she was visiting over, you know, a couple months ago. How you guys had your little kiss and the massage and things she said, and I said, yeah. She said, well, I don't know. I mean, are you, are you and Megan gonna gonna disappear somewhere and make out when I'm not looking? And I'm saying, what? What? What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if uh, there there might be a, a trust concern here. And I'm like, Kara, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I've, I <laughs> look. What happened between me and her was was before we met, and. No, I have, I have no intention of anything like that. I'm, I'm you know, not counting the whole foursome discussion, but in terms of, you, no, you and me, we're, it's just you and me. What are you, what are you talking about? She's essentially accusing me of wanting to get, get with Megan or something. But I had, mm-hmm. I, I had no intention, at least not any, anything like in secret or anything like that. And I, I thought it was kind of a weird, out-of-the-blue accusation. And I, I wasn't sure what, where that had come from. Sure enough, about a week before... Kara is going to visit. I call her up one night. It's about, I'd say about 8 o'clock her time, 8 p.m. And a dude answers the phone. And we all know what happens when you call your girl and a dude's answering the phone. That is her new dude. You want to pretend it isn't. You want to think, oh, that's just her cousin visiting. No. She denied it. She's like, oh, he's just a friend. We're just hanging out. And like, really? Hanging out at 8 o'clock at night? You know, oh, we're, we're late and he's answering your phone? And he's answering the phone. That's that's the weird yeah. part. I mean, you know, if you're going to have a new dude, okay, but really, you couldn't have, you couldn't have had the common courtesy to try to hide the guy from me? Really? Wow. So, you know, at first I'm trying to, to deny that something's going on, but then I, I knew. I, I, I think, like, by the third time the dude answered the phone, I'm like, Kara, what's going on? What? Nothing's going on. Come on, be honest with me. She admitted that the guy had stayed the night. But she said that they're not in a relationship. They're just friends. They didn't have sex. They just held each other. And I said, you, I said, you held each other? That's just as bad. That's intimacy, lady. That's important. That is a big deal. Don't try to blow this off like it's nothing. And she's saying, but I'm just so lonely and I miss you and I just need a company. I said, Kara, I'm lonely too. I miss you too. But if you call up my apartment... And some girl answers that you've never heard of, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm just hanging with Robin. We're just spending the night together. Wouldn't you get upset?" And she kind of pauses and says, "Yeah, I guess you're right. Okay, all right." So the agreement was that I, I, I was pretty sure this meant the end of our relationship, but we agreed that we would uh, discuss it after the visit. And I even told her, I said, is Dude. this going to ruin our visit? Is this still happening? She says, no, no, I'm coming to visit. We're going we're gonna to be together. It's going to be everything we planned. It's going to be a great weekend. I said, okay, so let's just, that's fine. So I just, you know, we decided to drop the issue for the time being. Focus on the visit. <clears throat> Dude, but you I, better wear a fucking condom. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no. I didn't. <laughs> that was stupid. So... <laughs> I'm surprised your dick didn't fall off. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, really. But uh, so now I, I was actually, I talked to Megan like a couple of days before they came out. I said, Megan, you know, what's going on over there? She said, Rob, I'm sorry. Um, my advice to you is that 
keep your expectations low when it comes to Kara. I said, what do you mean <laughs> low? She said, you know, just the kind of person she is. Okay, you know, I kind of got that impression. So, uh, now it's... <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, so... Keep your expectations low. I know, right? So, it's, it's, it is the day of the visit. Uh, Megan and Kara are flying in. So, Greg and I head out to the airport. And Greg's asking me, you know, what do you think? How, how are things going with you guys? I said, yeah, I, I don't think this is going to last. This uh, appears to be over. And he was just like, oh, it sucks, dude. Well, you know, have try to enjoy the weekend at least. I said, yeah, that, that's the plan. Just have a good weekend and, and uh, you know, go from there. We get to the airport. And the uh, we're standing by the baggage area. And... Here come the ladies coming down the little uh, escalator, the little moving stairs. They're, they're coming down there. They look kind of disheveled. They look like they're not particularly happy. I mean, they, you know, the flight from Vegas to Illinois, it's a few hours, so you know, fl- flights are rarely fun. They seemed a little tired. Um, I found out later that on the flight over, those two had gotten into an argument on the plane because Megan was not happy with Kara's behavior. She, she was just sick of the way that she had been treating me, how she'd been acting, how she hadn't been honest with me. I didn't know it at the time. I would find out after the trip. But that's why there was this sort of uh, uh, malaise over, the, over those two. When we, yeah, it was funny because when, when Megan and Greg saw each other, there was you know the hugging and the kissing and the good to see you kind of stuff. Kara barely acknowledged me. It was more like, you know, hey, nice to see you. It, it, was, it was very platonic. And I'm thinking, what, what the fuck? I didn't, couldn't even get a hug or something? Like wow, nothing. She didn't was, even hug you? No, there's nothing. So I'm thinking, damn, is this is this weekend not happening? What's what's going on? So that's awkward. It was awkward. It was a very awkward meeting, and it, even in the car, she's kind of sitting there all quiet, not really talking to anybody. Because uh, I don't know, she I guess she just didn't, didn't feel comfortable. Um, I think because she knew that all three people in that car knew what her ass was up to, and none of us were really thrilled with it. I did notice this was kind of weird when. At one point, she says, so am I what you expected? And like, you know, because she was wearing like a t-shirt and jeans, but I mean, her boobs were so fucking huge that that t-shirt was having trouble containing them. Uh, those things were, 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 you know, out in front. And I looked over and I said, yeah, you look good. You look really good. And as soon as I complimented her looks, she brightened up. Suddenly she's talkative and bubbly. And now she's the Kara that, that, I, that I knew from the beginning. She's you know, happy Kara. Right. I guess, I guess that's all she had going for going on at the time was her looks, because you know, personality-wise, eh, not so good at this point. Okay. But yeah, it was weird. So uh, we get back to the apartment, and the other two head down to to Greg's place, and we head upstairs. And at this point, I was I had my my second roommate, my my first roommate, a guy named Dave. He had moved out a few months before because he had met some woman in another city and and just left college and you know off he went. And Dave was one of those guys that we hung out all the time. We actually did stuff together. Uh, my new roommate, who's I don't even remember the guy's name, he was weird. He was like a Charles Manson, just very kept to himself. Had a big bushy beard. And you got a big beard too. Well, yours is at least somewhat trimmed, you know. <laughs> but he just, like, he was one of the guys that just never shaved, and and, and he just had a weird personality. Like, you and I, we're, we're kind of like the nerd types, you know, but he mm-hmm. was super nerd. He, he was so nerdy that he couldn't interact with other people. That might not be nerdy behavior. That might just be, like, a disorder or something. 
Yeah, like some some type of weird antisocial behavior. Yeah, like extreme antisocial uh, agoraphobia, mm-hmm. maybe something like that. Right. He, just, he had trouble interacting with other people. Not a bad dude, but just kind of kept to himself. Here I come in with this with this extremely attractive, bubbly, charming woman who starts talking to my roommate. Just, hey, how you doing? I'm Karen. Nice to meet you. you know, oh, is this your apartment? Hell, this is your bed. Oh, that. She's just asking this guy questions and being really just really friendly. And I'm mm-hmm. watching the scene like, this is so funny because this guy does not know how to handle this because he's, he's shooting me a look like, where did you find this woman? Because this is like the second really attractive woman I brought home so far. And he's like, Rob, what are you doing here? He seemed impressed. So <laughs> it was just funny seeing Kara put on her, her charming personality because she mm-hmm. was just, yeah, it was funny watching her, watching her operate. I, I enjoyed that little, little social interaction there. And at one point she says, okay, we're going to head in the bedroom. To, uh, I, I apologize if we get too loud this weekend. Bye. <laughs> so she's already oh, acknowledging God. the sex, you know, that's going to happen. And yes, folks, the sex is going to happen. If you guys are waiting for the dirty stories, oh, they're coming. At one point, the, the phone rings. Once we get back into the bedroom, the phone rings, and it's Megan. So, it's, yeah, it's Megan's on the phone. She says, Rob, um, got some bad news. Greg's father just died tonight. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. I am not kidding. Like, when we were going to the airport, apparently he had passed away. Uh, he had been sick for a while. I was, I was friends with the family. I'd been over there for, like, Thanksgivings and stuff. Um, and it was kind of cool having dinners with them because they're such a nice family. And I remember telling Greg, like, Greg, nobody had an argument at the at Thanksgiving. Like there was no and Greg's like, Yeah, that you're not supposed to. What I said I told him how when I was growing up, like every Christmas, every Thanksgiving, every Easter, there was some fucking argument in my family. Because they just couldn't control themselves. Because they're just a bunch of fucking babies. And he's telling me, Yeah, Rob, that's that's not normal. I think you were raised in a in a less than ideal environment. Yeah, most families they get together, they have a pleasant meal, they're all happy to see each other. So I think that was it was nice seeing that. So yeah, I got kind of close with his family. So when his dad, I heard that the dad died, I was I was genuinely sad by that. I didn't cry, but I was just like, oh, that's that's too bad, you know. I felt more bad for for Greg than anything. And Megan said, yeah, we're gonna go over there probably first thing in the morning and handle some business, and and so we might not see it tomorrow, might not see it this whole weekend until you know the till we fly back. So you know we'll let you know. Because originally we were supposed to have this big party where we're, everyone's getting together, but but uh, they were not going to be able to attend at least some Fuck. of the weekend gatherings. So yeah, that is some bad time. <laughs> now, the dad had been ill for a while. He, his, right. his parents were older parents. They'd had him later in life. Right. So it wasn't unexpected, but it was still pretty sad. So I'm sitting there on the bed just going, damn. You know, I'm telling Kara what happened. I'm like, oh, you know, and I'm telling stories about the family. I was going on. I, I babbled on for like 10 minutes. Right. And then Kara actually raised her hand and said, Rob, wait. I'm I'm sorry to hear about your friend's dad and all, but uh, are we going to have sex? And I kind of snapped out of it and went, "Oh, um, I, we, we should do that. Yeah, let's let's do that." Okay. So she said, "Okay, I'm going to go take a shower. I just got off a flight." And she actually went over to me and kind of sniffed me and said, "No, you still smell good." I said, "Yeah, I took a shower before I I, I got to the airport." I said, "Okay, you you stay in here. <laughs> you get ready. I'm going to go take a shower." And she immediately just disrobes just right in front of me. Just pulls her clothes off and she's standing there in my bedroom just you know preparing to go to the shower and I was pretty blown away I was my jaw was on the floor and she noticed that and she kind of gave me this kind of I don't know like a sexy look kind of like yeah I'll, I'll be back for you and I'm going oh my god this is this is gonna happen this is it 
And yeah, this chick, I mean, she, the pictures I had seen leading up to this were very good, very attractive woman. Seeing her in person, she looked better. This, this was a straight <laughs> up 10, man. Because the two of us had agreed to go to the gym on a regular basis while we were dating because we both needed to you know, lose a couple pounds. And I think it would work because we were both like fit at this point. And somehow she was like fit but still curvy. I don't know how that works. How, how, how do women's bodies work? I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's just something. <laughs> they go to the gym. They, they eat cookies. I don't know. What do they do? Yeah, so I was, uh, I was rather impressed. Oh, here's, my, here's another beautiful woman, my wife. Oh, get, uh, dear, come. Show Gabe your new haircut. She got, she got the Trinity haircut. Oh. Down, down, oh. down. Oh. Hi. <laughs> look, at the, look at the short hair. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Go away. I'm going to talk about other women yeah. now, so get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten a haircut since this whole thing began. I'm terrified. Oh, I can't yeah. do it. I, I don't know. I still say, you know, shave it off, man. Just go for the uh, balls. I can see. Are you going thin up there? Is a little bit thin up there? Nah, probably a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. What, did your dad have thin hair? Did he? Yeah. I mean, but uh, yeah. I figure I might as well hold on to it while I've got it. So. Might as well. Yeah, because, you know, you shave it once and then you can never recover. It's just, yeah, yeah it's gone. So. It doesn't grow back. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking at this woman. I'm realizing, holy shit, this is, this is, this is a 10. I have, I have struck gold here. What's that? I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> you got to tell your wife she's an 11. So there you go. You're an see. 11, dear. So there you go. Okay, man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Good husband right here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So she heads into the to the shower, showers up, and I, you know, I, I disrobe, and I'm sitting there waiting. And she comes back in, and she saw me standing by the, I was standing by the window, kind of looking outside, and she says, oh my God, you really are skinny. Because I was. I was pretty thin back then. So we proceed, you know, with the kissing we and rubbing. And <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> I, I think the first thing she did was she, she commanded me to go down on her. So I said, all right, let's do this. I went down on her. Now, in the past, I'd, I'd run into the occasional uh, bad smell with the vagina, you know. Right. But what I realized then was that the, the bad smells I'd, I'd had before might have been something to do with, like, urinary tract infection. Maybe it was, you know, the girl I was with hadn't showered that day. It's something, you know. Right. This is a freshly showered woman. And I got to, and I, I, at one point, I, I looked up and I said, you taste great as I was doing that. Because she did. It was, it, it was fantastic. I, for the first time, I'm really enjoying going down on a woman. And I realized hygiene was, was important. We get into missionary position you know going mm-hmm. at it and at one point she said she actually grabs me and kind of holds me to her and she says god it's so nice to not feel squished during sex i said what do you mean squish she said my last boyfriend was a, a big guy and he would just crush me during sex it was just it was tough sometimes apparently he was a, he was a big dude and a fat dude and i said oh well so this is kind of nice she said, yeah this is just so nice to have a guy who's got like arm muscles can you know can actually elevate himself off and even when i was on her i wasn't that heavy i was maybe 150 at the time mm-hmm. maybe so you know it was, i guess it was a treat for her yeah and like i said she she's on the pill so we we are there is no condom there's nothing there's just just a pill and i was worried that not using condoms would make it uh it would be tough to last no, not really, not really a problem. You know, I was, we were able to find positions that where I could last and didn't have to worry about the, uh, the premature ejaculation. So good on us. 
you know, we're learning about sex. Now, this woman clearly had experience, um, <laughs> as evident by these other men. Um, so <laughs> sex with her was really, really good. I mean, she knew what she was doing. She could, she could tell me what I needed to do at any given moment. She could suggest things. This first encounter was just, you know, me going down on her uh, missionary style, done. So it was relatively fast, but, you know, not too, not, not too fast. Well, he, he got to get the first one out of the way. Yeah, got to get the first one out of the way, and then we got some sleep. Uh, get up the next day, and after our shower, our morning showers, she proceeds to blow me. But then <laughs> she stopped after, like, ten seconds. She's just, you know, just a few, a few things. And she stops and says, okay, let's, let's go. We're going, we're going downtown. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute! What? You're not gonna finish this? She's like, No, no, we'll finish later. I'm, I'm a little annoyed. Like, you're gonna leave me with blue balls? Come on! What's, what, what, what's going on? And she said, Trust me, Rob. It'll be worth the wait. All right. So I, I technically got my first blowjob, but it was, you know, 10, 15 seconds. It was like, it was nice to get it. I enjoyed it, but cutting it short was kind of annoying. <laughs> but you know, patience. I'm, I'm. She's teaching me patience. <laughs> We head out to the Navy Pier, which is in Illinois. I guess they have those lakes there, and they, they have uh, this, the Navy Pier. It's, it's like a mall kind of area with shops and things. So we head down there, and she's dressed in this really uh, very attractive yellow dress, as I recall. It did a really good job of showing off her body. It was kind of, kind of tight. And people are staring at her like, like, what is with this woman, and why is she with him, or whatever they were thinking. I don't know. But it was... I, it was kind of neat getting that kind of attention. I'm like, yeah, so this is what it feels like to be with someone like this. This is kind of interesting. Although I did feel a little jealous at points. Like, hey, why, why are they still looking at her? Hey, stop looking. Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was kind of neat. And then on the way back to the apartment, she says, uh, do you want some roadhead? I looked at her and said, girl, we're going like 80 miles an hour. Uh, let's wait until we get back. <laughs> how, about, how about we hold up? Of course, I hit the gas, and I'm doing like 95 down the road. I'm just flying back to the thing. That, that trip, I think it took 30 minutes to get there. It took us like 15 to get back, something <laughs> like that. It was crazy. We got back fast, although we did have to stop off and get uh, the alcohol for the party. Uh, I made a point to take her to my grocery store that I was working at because I I wanted to show her off, you know. What the hell am I doing here, you know? If we're not going to have a relationship after this, at least let me show my, my worker buddies, right. you know, look uh, who mm-hmm. I was dating at one point. And so that was And she called me out on that, too. She was like, you're, you're, why are we going to your store? Are you Really, you want to show me off to your coworkers? And, of course, I played it off as, no, no. But really was, yes, that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so we head back to the apartment, drop off the alcohol, and I think we went and changed, and then we're hanging out in Greg's apartment. Greg wasn't there. The, her, Megan and him were still dealing with the family stuff. I think Tim was there, because Tim was Greg's roommate. Tim was a very nice guy. Tim Tim kind of reminds me of you. Kind of your, just, I don't know, just a nice guy. Had a big beard, you know. Very cool guy. Um, but Although he spelled his name T-Y-M-M, because I guess his parents were hippies. Oh. <laughs> Tim. Tim. Tim the Great. Um, yeah, very nice guy. Very, very cool. And so he's asking, you know, how's it going? You guys having a good weekend? Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're having a fun time. At one point, uh, Kara and I were sitting on the same couch that, that, that I gave that massage to Megan. So I'm thinking, yeah, same couch. Interesting. All of a sudden, Kara and I, we look at each other and we start making out. I think Tim was right in the room, but we're just making out. She just 
we couldn't control ourselves. God. And then after doing that for 20 seconds or so, she says, hey, let's go upstairs. All right, we're going upstairs. Now, I can't be completely sure about the, 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 the timeline here, about when these events took place. I'm going to do the best I can to, to handle that. But some things might be out of order. You know, who gives a shit as long as the, I, I get to the story points. Uh, we get up to the bedroom, and this begins a marathon sex session. This was, it was at least two hours. I think we might have hit the three-hour mark. Because at one point towards the end, I remember we noticed that what the time it was, and we were like, what the fuck? Hours have passed. It was ridiculous. I've never done this before or since in my life where I had sex for this long. It was at least two hours. And by the way, I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, what, don't, you have, don't we have things to do? What are we doing? Um, but it was good. It was really good. We got to all kinds of positions. We're doing like doggy style. We're doing her on top, me on top, to the side. There was one where you're kind of facing each other. You're sitting but facing each other, and you're making kind of like, like an M position where you're connected at the genitals, but you're, you're both kind of <laughs> leaning back. You've probably seen it in pornos before, you know, that kind of thing. It's a great position for showing off each other's bodies, and both of our bodies look good. And it's a great position for lasting long because the way the penis is inserted, it, it, you, can, you can go as long as you need. It was a lot of fun because I guess, you know, maybe she'd read The Joy of Sex too, you know. Maybe she, she had some positions in mind. <laughs> yeah, so we... Oh, that's right. <laughs> so at, at that, before we started, she noticed that I had a camcorder. My, and it was my dad's camcorder. I had, I had used it for some school projects. I had, I had some video classes. And she saw the camcorder. She says, Rob, do you want to record us having sex? And at first I'm thinking, that's actually a really good idea because I'm, this is the hottest woman I've ever, ever been with. Now would be, if ever there was a time in my life <laughs> to record me having sex with someone, it would be this weekend because I'm in great shape. She's in great shape. We're, we're, we're very, look, the relationship obviously is going to end. But at this point, this is all about the sex. We're very sexed up. This would have been a perfect time to record it. But I said, you know, it's my dad's camcorder. How about not? Let, let's not do that. I, I don't want to record and then leave the tape in there and then give it back to my dad. And suddenly he's finding my sex tape? Eh, <laughs> probably not. So I, we decided not to record. But, you know, if I had done that and if my dad had found the tape, I think he would have been impressed. He, he probably would have just called me up like, Son, I found your sex tape. Uh, you look good. Good technique. You're in shape. Good for you. <laughs> Love you, son. Your dad was going to sit there and watch it and critique it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. He's an open-minded kind of guy, you know? God. So No, but I didn't record myself. Having, I've never, there are no videos of me having sex anywhere in the world, ever. It never happened. <laughs> um, but it was just kind of funny that, that she suggested it. Yeah, I remember at one point she was on top of me. And she's just bouncing up and down. And those big, her boobs were, I believe she said that they were E cups. Uh, I forget what the number was. It was like 36E, 38E, something like that. Some of the 30s and the E's. So this was just, you know, these were nice tits. And they're all in my face, bouncing up and down. And I remember thinking, this is it. This is the top of the mountain. I'm never going to be with anyone <laughs> this attractive again for the rest of my life. It's, this is, I might as well enjoy this weekend because, you know, this is it. And I got to say, Gabe, that ended up being true. I, I, after this, I went on to have wonderful relationships with women, with beautiful women. You've seen them past beautiful and all that. But, but mm -hmm. in terms of just pure looks and pure sex, Kara was top and remains there for the, you know, 
<laughs> up until this day. She was just, it was really fantastic. And so at one point we're, we're getting towards the end of our session here. We're realizing, holy shit, it's been like two and a half some hours and she's, she's on top and she's like, are you okay? Are you tired? Do you need me to stop? And I said, no, I can, I can go as long as you need me to go. And I mentioned something like, well, you know, in this position, your body, your, your vagina is only squeezing the, the bottom of my penis. So I can go for as long as you need. You know, if you, if you're squeezing the top, well, you know, might be a different story. It's more sensitive on the top. And she says, oh yeah, you mean like this? And she lifted her ass up a little bit, squeezed the head of my penis, and I was done. It was just instant orgasm. And I'm surprised that she didn't just fly right off the top of me with the intensity of that ejaculation. It was, I was done. This was, you know, hours of sex. Man, it was good. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, it, it was probably a good idea that I finished inside of her because if it had been external, might have put a hole in the ceiling. It was just, it was wild. <laughs> and by the way, this is at that, that, that you remember the early 20s where you can have sex multiple times a day, like no problem. Right. Uh, which, which we would. But, so this was around like, you know, lunchtime or something. So, so there was that. There was my marathon sex. Uh, we still didn't get to the titty fucking though. That's going to come later. Get it? It's going to come later. Uh-huh. Joke guy right here. Uh, at one point during the weekend, there we have the party. Um, I don't know if Megan and Greg were back yet. I do know that they came back at some point during the weekend because I remember I'm in the Greg's apartment and Kara was kind of laying on the floor, laying on her back. And she's wearing this like tight pants and tight top showing off her curves. And I, t- I looked at Greg and I said, Greg, would you look at this woman? I, can you believe I am with this beautiful woman? And Greg looked at, looked at her and looked at me and said, eh, a little bit too curvy for my taste. I like my girls a little more fit. And I looked at Kara. I looked at Greg and I was like, he doesn't think she's a 10? How could, she, how could he not think that? And I realized, well, hold on. Just because I think someone's a 10 doesn't mean everybody's going to think that. We all have our taste. And it was kind of this little uh, awakening moment. Like, wow, people have different tastes. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? And by the way, Megan at the time was also very fit, very skinny, which, which made me realize, yeah, Megan is Greg's type. That's why they're such a good couple because they just they fit well together. So good for them. So it's party time, and uh, people are just drinking and there's music and stuff. At one point, uh, the dude, because uh, our friend Marcus lived right next door, his roommate was some guy, I don't even remember the guy's name. Uh, Marcus's roommate was uh, not really into the whole EverQuest thing. He wasn't, like, he wasn't a nerd like us. He was more of the jock type. This dude, who never really hung out with us much, he suddenly he pulls out a guitar in the middle of this party. He's playing a guitar, and he's singing acoustic bullshit. And I'm looking at this, I'm thinking, who the fuck pulls out a guitar in the middle of a party? What kind of a douche is this guy? Because we're all trying to have conversations. He's playing a guitar. I'm getting a little, little annoyed. I noticed that Kara was looking at this guy, and she seemed kind of mesmerized by the music and the guitar and everything. And I'm looking at this scene. I'm thinking, what the fuck is wrong, what's wrong with Kara? Why does she care about this? Is Kara a fucking idiot? This is the first time I really started thinking that maybe Kara is just not that bright. Uh, I can't confirm or deny if she was, but you know who the fuck is... is mesmerized by guitar guy. I mean, this is douchey guitar guy. Get the fuck out of here. So I was getting a little pissed about this, but I was also thinking maybe it's for the better. Maybe I don't want to be with somebody who likes guitar guys. I, you know, what the fuck am I doing here? So it's kind of an odd moment. And if, of course, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in jealous mode, so I'm thinking, is this guy trying to impress my girlfriend? Is he trying to steal my girlfriend? 
No, he wasn't doing anything like that. I think the guy actually had his own girlfriend. He was just playing the guitar. But I'm getting all jealous, so I th- I said, okay, you know, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go make make myself known. So I go over to Kara, and I gave her a big kiss, like right in the middle of all these people. <laughs> and I said, uh, yeah, just kind of so showing funny. off. <laughs> oh God, Rob, you're so- oh, that's funny. <laughs> oh, good job. Yeah, it was. How how'd that go? Um, she didn't react much. I just I gave her the kiss and I said, hey, I'm gonna go next door for a little while, so I'll be there if you need me, and. I, nobody react. Nobody. Nobody cared. Nobody really noticed. Kara just kind of gave me a look like, okay, just there was no real reaction. But you know, I made my move. I, I showed the dude that you know that's my girl. I don't think he cared though. I, he wasn't really paying attention. So that was just me being lost in my own little stupid brain, just being jealous guy. So, so I head back next door, and Tim was asking me, you know, hey, how are things going with you and Kara? And I said, well. Um, Guitar guy. <laughs> I said, you know, the weekend's been fun, but uh, and he asked me, you know, how's the relationship in general? And I said, eh, it's probably not going to last much past this weekend, I don't think. And he said, well, Robert, can I give you an honest opinion? I said, please do, please give me your honest opinion. He said, she seems a bit haughty. I said, haughty? She said, no, no, haughty. Do, do you know the word haughty? It's I at yes, the time. Me? Yes, I, I had yes. not heard that word. Let me let me. Arrogant. Yes. Self uh, arrogant yes. in a um, way of like, look at me. Yes. I am. I am. Yeah. And that's right. I, I'm full point, of yourself. I had never heard that word at that yeah. point. But, you know, I'm in college. I'm learning things. Yeah. So, yeah, he told me what it meant. He said, he said it means that she's kind of arrogant, kind of she, she acts like she's above everybody else. You know, the she's like the coolest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it. I said, yeah. Yeah, she does kind of act that way. You're right. That is, that, is a, that is an accurate description of this woman. And I said, well, you know, I guess she's super hot. I guess she's used to just kind of acting that way. But, yeah, good, good point, Tim. So I, I appreciated the, the blunt honesty. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I liked him. Because he, he, he did not shy away from giving his opinion. So then I went back over and I told Kara, I'm heading up to the, to the bedroom you know, upstairs, so, uh, you know, come up when you're done. And she stayed down there for at least, like, 90 minutes, which kind of pissed me off, because by the time she got back to the apartment, I was I was still annoyed, and I said, where you been? She said, I'm just, you know, hanging out and, you know, enjoying the music and stuff. And I said, Carrie, you're here to see me. You need to hang oh. out with me. So, you know, what are you doing? Well, she, she agreed, though. Surprisingly mm-hmm. enough, she actually agreed with me. She said, yeah, you're right. You know, this is our weekend. I'll, okay. Uh, Want to have sex? Okay, that that's a good good way to end an argument. So, we did end up having sex. There were two, no, three sexual experiences that happened for the rest of the weekend. One of them was, and it might have been after the party where we were drunk, um, where we had sex, and then at one point I'm on top, and just as I'm finishing, she closes her eyes. I thought she was just closing her eyes, just because it happens during sex, and then I finish. And her eyes are still closed. I'm going, oh shit, is she asleep? And then she opens her eyes after another, you know, 10 seconds or so. And she went, oh, did I fall asleep? I said, I think you fell asleep, like right as I was finishing. And she looks at me like, oh, and you finished? I said, yeah. I thought you were just, you know, thought it was the end. And she said, oh, okay. She just, she got all weird all of a sudden. Like she was uncomfortable with that. Like, I, I don't know, because I, I hadn't intentionally meant, I didn't, I, if I had known she was actually falling asleep, I would have stopped, but right. <laughs> it was, it was slightly rapey, even though, yeah, we were having sex and all, but I felt awkward about how that, 
how that sex had ended. Um, and then so we, you know, we clean up and, and turn over and then we're, uh, we're laying in bed and she's, we're spooning. I'm, I'm behind her. We're kind of spooning. And she leans over her shoulder and said, she says, you know, I love you, right? And I said, yeah, I, I love you too. She said, okay. And it was, it was that, that tone of voice, the way she said it. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, she loves me, but she's got this other guy. Does she really love me? Why did she say that? What was, what was that interaction about? So mm-hmm. I don't know what, what that was about. It was just this weird moment. There was another night where we finally got to the point where it was time for the titty fucking, the old TF. <laughs> she, I, she finally says, you know what? Let's, let's do it. You know, I promised it. Let's do it. So <laughs> she, she lays on her back. I, I climb on top of her and, and proceed to attempt to insert my penis between her breasts, but it kept popping out. You know, she's trying to hold it in place. It kept popping up. Because I guess, I, and dude, I, I got to imagine, I was rock hard. I mean, this was a raging erection. It was ridiculous. And I just couldn't keep it in there. And I'm thinking, how do they do this in the movies? I'm trying to remember, what, what did they do in those pornos? How do they, so I finally, I think what I did was I leaned forward more, because I guess my dick goes up a little more. Uh-huh. I finally kind of leaned forward and propped myself up in my arms, and I was able to get in there and, and keep it. And I told her, hey, why don't you clasp your fingers together and kind of hold everything in place? So she said, okay, she did that. Now we got it going on. Now, now we got the technique down. And I was just surprised at just how, how slippery it was in between those things. And she didn't put like oil on or anything. It was just boobs are soft, you know? So we finally got the position down and uh, going at it. It, it pff, I mean, it had to have been at the most five minutes. It didn't take long. <laughs> this was the first time I've ever uh, had an ejaculation externally during sex. And I realized that I can achieve some pretty significant distance in the right circumstances. Because we're on the bed. When I finished, it flew over her right shoulder and it hit the, it hit the uh, furniture next to the bed. It hit the alarm clock. This shit oh. flew several feet. This was a volcanic, not really volcanic, it was a machine gun, just rockets of cum, just shooting everywhere. It was Jeez. ridiculous. I actually oh ended up apologizing because I thought I was going to hit her in the face. I didn't because I, I leaned a little bit left down there. You know, a little left. That's why I went over her right shoulder because she got a look of horror on her face for a second. Like, oh, my God. It's coming right for us. It's coming right for her, yeah. And then I, I was done, and I'm going, oh, my God. I'm looking at this mess that I have made. I'm thinking, what the hell? And I told her, look what I did. And she looked over and like, oh my God, Rob, I think you're going to need a new alarm clock. Because that poor alarm clock came on the alarm clock. <laughs> it was it was quite a quite a feat. And uh, I got I mean, it was on the pillow, and she looked over. And she's like, you know, you're gonna have to sleep in that now. I said, I'm gonna clean it up. Calm down. So she she's laughing about it, you know. And I said, I'm sorry. I I thought I was gonna hit you in the face. And she said, No, no. I mean, you missed. So it's it's fine. It's fine. Just you know, let's let's clean this up. So my yeah, my first external cum shot experience was quite good. Uh, was rather impressive. And uh, from that point on, I would I would be obsessed with that particular sex act. Uh, like I said, I can show you a folder on my computer. It's got plenty of videos. <laughs> so anyway, so that was fine. So we that night ended, and then the 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 evening before she she flew out, we had sex one more time. I think it was actually before I went to work that day. I had to work like a half shift. Um, we're having sex, and I'm on top of her, and we're going at it, and she's. She's she's starting she's starting to have her orgasm. She's saying, "Oh yes, 
yes, oh yeah, she's doing that. And then all of a sudden, she smacks the back of her head on the headboard of my bed. Just the, the, the wooden part, just bam, as, as she's having an orgasm. So she's going, oh yes, oh yes, bam, oh no, my orgasm was ruined, god damn it. Uh, so no. she's pissed, and I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed. <laughs> we hadn't gotten the, the pillow situation worked out. That's that's the lesson, folks. Is when you're having sex, work out your pillows and the position of the bed. You know, make sure you're positioned properly so nobody's hitting their head in in a moment of uh, of ecstasy. It's true. So we, I, I I think I couldn't help but laugh a little bit, and she's just like, "Shut up, my orgasm, damn it!" <laughs> so we we. We repositioned, got back to it. She had an orgasm at one point, but she said it wasn't as big of an orgasm as she wanted. So, so sad. Um, but that ended the weekend. I remember that at one point she was talking, because she, she said that it's important to ask for what you want in bed and, and go for it. you got to always ask for what you want. Never be afraid or embarrassed that the stuff you're into is going to be weird, because more than likely, it's going to be pretty normal. And, and it was. We get back to the airport the next morning. In fact, I remember we woke up in the morning, and I asked her if she wanted to have sex one more time before we left for the airport. And she said, you know, if you'd woken up like an hour earlier when I tried to get you up, yeah, sure. But you wanted to sleep in. so You missed your sleepy pants. Yeah, so we're going to the airport, and you missed your chance. And she was right. Once again, my sleeping patterns are, are messing, my, messing up my sex life. God damn it. <laughs> um. So the, the four of us get back to the airport, and we're waiting at the uh, in the gate because that was back when you could actually go all the way up to the gate. This is before nine eleven, yep. so we're all sitting on the floor, just kind of waiting for the plane. Megan is crying because she's sad about leaving Greg, and of course with the the death of the father and everything, that's you know a lot to process. Kara is not crying at all. Kara looks fucking relieved, like she's ready to get the fuck out of there. And I'm thinking, uh, I'm telling Megan. Actually, she was telling Megan. Hey, why are you crying? You're going to see Greg again in a couple of months, blah, blah, blah. Because they had already, they'd already planned. That that was our trip that we'd planned. And I was kind of backing up Carol, like, yeah, you know, it's okay, Megan. We'll, we'll see you again soon. But in my head, I'm thinking, gee, isn't it nice to have a girlfriend who's sad about you about leaving? Isn't that right. something that I wish that I had? You fucking bitch. So <laughs> I, I kind of wish that Kara felt the same way, but she didn't. So off they go. That's it. They're on the plane home. And a few days later, so yeah, I, I decided to send Kara an email the next day, just kind of illustrating my feelings. Just And I told her essentially that despite everything that happened, I'd like to continue the relationship. I didn't think she'd go for it, but I was just sort of throwing it out there, just seeing what sticks. Mm-hmm. And she did not respond to the email. And mm. I knew that was a problem because she responded to every email like right away. She was very good about that. So her not responding, the the silence was deafening. So I called her up a couple of days later and said, uh, hey, uh, we need to talk about our relationship. She said, yes, uh, I got your email. I, I wasn't quite sure how to respond to it. That's, how it. that's why I didn't respond. I said, yeah, I figured um, maybe it's just better if you and I just don't see each other anymore. I mean, you and I were obviously going in different directions, different stuff going on. I didn't specifically address the fact that she'd met a new guy. I kind of let her off the hook in that regard. Mm -hmm. But I told her, you know, we're doing different things. We're going in different directions. So, you know, let's just, we'll end it. She says, yeah, I agree. It's, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, Rob. You're a great guy, but, uh, you know, we'll just, let's end it. And I said, well, what about my visit in July? Because I was going, I was, that was the visit that we planned when we were still dating. 
Mm -hmm. I said, what about that? She said, no, it'll be fine. You know, like, you come on, you come on out with Greg. You guys will have a great time in Las Vegas. And look, we're, you know, it's not like this is an, a, a bad breakup or an angry breakup. But we'll all be very civil. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll be cool. I said, okay, that's fine. You yeah, no problem. I said, what about the sleeping arrangements? She says, we have a couch. It's very comfortable. Don't worry about it. Okay, that's fine. That's not fun. No, no. I mean, but, you know, we're broken up. What am I going to do, sleep in her bed? It's, you know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was the original plan, right? Yeah. So, no. So, we're broken up. So, then I decided to... Actually, when, when the phone call ended, I, um, I was laying in bed kind of looking at the ceiling, and I was just kind of pissed because I felt yeah. like I was so close. So because right. for for a time it was such a good relationship, but like you say, it was the long distance relationship. It was yeah. this fantasy relationship, but it felt so good. I was I, I I did feel like I really loved her during that relationship, whatever that word means. So do you think it was the distance? Like if you two had lived close to each other, you could have made it work. That's a fair point. Um, we will get to that. Okay. Keep keep that point in mind. We we will get to that later. Um, so. Yeah, but I'm just feeling like, you know, if I, I, I was blaming myself. I was like, you know, if I just hadn't reacted to the, to the pregnancy thing, she would have felt better and she wouldn't have felt the need to go for other guys. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe that was just, you know, maybe it was the distance. Uh, we, we will discuss the reasons behind uh, later in the story. So, but I'm just feeling disappointed. Like, I, I was so close, but eh, whatever. So, the, and then shortly after that is when I got the big phone bill where it was like, God, I wouldn't have been, I think it was like $500 or something. Uh. And I was like, shit. That ultimately led to me not paying that bill and, and moving in with Greg and the whole thing. So actually shortly after uh, the Kara thing ended, I moved in with Greg because Tim had graduated college and they didn't want some weirdo coming in there. So, th so I said, yeah, I'll just move in with you, Greg, and I'll take over the living room, I, which, which was a mistake. I, I should have kept my bedroom because I had the private bedroom with the other apartment. I, I gave that up for... The, the living room, which was less private. Plus, we had the computers in there. So for the first few months, I didn't have any privacy. So at the time, there was, um, there was a girl in school uh, named Tiffany that I had become friends with. And she knew about Kara. She'd actually seen a photo of Kara. And she was, she was like, wow, she's so pretty. Now that I'm broken up, now Tiffany's starting to kind of, you know, chat me up a little bit, seeing how I'm doing. And at one point, Tiffany was very cute. Uh, Tiffany was another one of these Illinois girls, you know, a little curvy, got something going on. In fact, when I when I brought her around to uh, the apartment, uh, and Greg was there, we had to get something for a project. At one point, Greg said, Rob, you know, I've noticed something about you. You appreciate a woman with meat on her bones. I said, yes, that is that is well said. I like a meaty girl. He said, I know, I see that about it. I see all these girls you're hanging around with. They're kind of, you know, the curvy gals. Thank you. I appreciate that. So he, he noticed. So one day, Tiffany and I were walking out into the parking lot, going to our cars, and she said something about how she wanted to go to a club that weekend, but she didn't have anybody to go with. She's like, yeah, I'm thinking about going downtown to this club to check it out, but I don't have anybody to go with. Now, a normal person, a not dumb person, would have said, well, hey, I'll take you to the club. Let's go, let's go, have, let's go, let's go clubbing, you know? Dude, <laughs> Rob's, that's like, normal. That's a, Rob's like, that's a shame. And walks away. Thank you. Uh, do you want to tell the rest of the story? Because that's exactly what I fucking did. I said, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, you know, good luck. I'll talk to you later. And then I just walked to my car. I had no fucking clue. I, I think I was just still hung up on Kara or something. 
Or maybe <laughs> I was just stupid. I think we can just admit at this point, I was just dumb in some aspects back then. And then driving home in the car, I'm going, oh, shit. That's what she meant. I realized she was kind of putting herself out there, and I didn't go for it. Stupid, stupid. And I believe shortly after that, she ended up going out with some other guy. I missed my chance with the lovely Tiffany. Ugh. So you know, weird. God, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> if she wanted you to go, she should have said something. Well, she should have been a little more... She should have understood who she was dealing with, which was a she, dumb guy. <laughs> she should have said, hey, do you want to go to the club? That would have been more Because that's a much better way to phrase that. Uh-huh. That would, have, that would have helped me. Because I just wasn't good at picking up on subtle, subtleties back then. Probably... Still not good at it now, but what are you and, gonna do? And let's be honest here, you didn't want to go to the club. I didn't. I didn't. So I, I had been to clubs. And, and, we, you know. And even more honest, you don't want to be with someone that wants to go with, to go to clubs. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe that was so, what it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if she said, "Hey, let's go to the arcade," now I'm or jumping. Let's go on to it. the movies. Let's movies. go get something to eat. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I mean, someone says, "Hey, let's go to the club." I'm like. What sort of club? <laughs> yeah, why? Is it? Do they have ice cream? You know, like do they? <laughs> just like, I, is this the sort of place they play loud music? You know, like I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck would I want to go there? Find you know, me like, in the club, bottle full of bub. It, what are we doing? Is it? Am I? Am I going to be required to dance? Like no, like right, fuck, right. no. That's no. the problem with cl- if I'm going to clubs just to hang out with friends. That's okay, but like when 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 Pat and I started going out, we we would go to clubs, and I thought that and at, there was always that point in the night where I said, hey, let's go just take a walk, because I didn't want to go to a club. I wanted to talk to her, get to know her. Right. That's that's what you do when you date someone. The clubs is just noise and dancing. I don't like dancing. I can't even dance. So yeah, so maybe it was for the better. But Tiffany was very nice. She's a nice, nice girl. Um, so after a few weeks after Kara, I think it was maybe a couple weeks later, something like that. I don't know how long. The, I don't know. I don't know the exact timeline. I started to get curious about Laura because I remember I, I kind of left her in an odd place, and I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, okay. wonder how she's doing because she was really sad. She was unexpectedly sad about the breakup. I wonder if she's doing all right. I thought you were gonna go back to that other one for a third time. So. No, not, no, you're talking about no, not Heather. No, 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 Heather. <laughs> Heather's a different. Hey, all these ER how's girls. your heart? Because I'm here to break it again. <laughs> Did you kill yourself? Nope. Uh, hey, let's dead? give us another try. Because it's Rob. Hey. Rob's back. No, 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 no. no this is this is Laura. The, uh... How are your wrists? Because <laughs> God, <laughs> that's so morbid. So I I give Laura a call, thinking I wasn't sure how she'd react. She was very happy to hear from me. She was like, oh, Rob, good to hear from you. I've been thinking about you. I've missed you. You know, how you been? And we start talking about stuff, and we agreed that we should get together for a meal and, uh, you know, just to catch up. So Let me tell had, you about the great sex I had. Let me tell you. If that didn't involve you. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we did talk about that we, a little bit. We we talked. We got, got together for dinner, talked about how we had both been through some uh, relationship a uh, relationship recently she'd had a similar situation where she found a dude who was very attractive and and you know great in bed and all but he he broke her heart and i remember when she showed up to my apartment that first time uh when we got together she looked skinnier she looked like she lost a few pounds and and i'd had the new i had the new hair by that point so she said oh my god i love the new hair it's so cool i love this and i said thank you uh you, you look better you look a little thinner what what happened she said oh i'd been doing drugs and I, I i chuckled like oh that's funny 
And she just kind of looked at me and said, oh, you were serious? She said, yeah, my last boyfriend uh, liked cocaine. And I tried some and did that for a couple of weeks. And, and yeah, I, I didn't eat. So this is why I lost the weight. I went, holy wow. shit, dude. That's, that's, that's hysterical. Yeah. And, I, <laughs> and it's funny because, yeah, she did cocaine. But she looked good. I mean, it helped. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't mind how she looked before. She was beautiful, but she looked better. I don't know. And I asked her, "Are are you still doing that?" She said, "No, no. That was just a couple of weeks. I'm part of the reason why I'm not with the guy anymore. Um, yeah, I'm off of that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm eating again. In fact, hey, let's go out to dinner. So, yeah. So we we talked and and we realized that we'd both been through relationships that where we had both had our feelings hurt, and I think because of that we sort of bonded over bonded over that and we decided to give our relationship a second try. And I, I actually apologized for, for the breakup. I said, I'm, you know, I, I didn't realize that there were some feelings there. Um, I didn't expect you to cry. I thought you'd be just like, okay, whatever. And she said, did yeah. you ask her, <laughs> why didn't we fuck? That would sort of come up. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, but I, but I, I told her that and she said, no, you you were right to break up with me. I was in a weird place. I I, I didn't know how to express my feelings. Um, I wasn't. You're right. I wasn't being as attentive to you as I should have been. She she essentially agreed with my reasons for the breakup, and promised to be better. We talked about the sex, and she said, "Well, she just wants to make sure that it's the right place in the right time." Uh, she says, "Rob, I find you attractive, but it just has to has to happen naturally." Okay, so it just we just hadn't quite gotten there. Because um, look, some women, they're, they're, you know, first, second date, they're like, let's do this. Other women, they want to wait a little while. The reason was because she didn't see me as just some guy to sleep with. She saw me as something more. And then if we're going to have the sex, yeah. she wanted it to be for the right reasons. Like I could be a serious relationship. Because that was kind of the guy I was back then, generally. Not always. You know, there were some times where I wasn't in that, that frame of mind. So she picked up on that. So, okay, that's fair. Unfortunately, this is where I blame myself. This time around, I'm going to blame myself for the lack of sex. By this point, I'm living with Greg. I had this living room where we didn't have any privacy. So even when she, if she would stay the night, there wasn't anything we could really do because there are other people in the room. This is where I wish I had either asked them to get, take the computers out or stayed in my other apartment where I had the privacy. If I still had the other apartment at that point... I think there would have been some sex. At the very least, I would have tried. I would have, you know, made the move. Because uh, things this time around, the second time, were noticeably better. She she was trying harder. We we called each other more. We we I don't know. It, we we were getting along really well the second time around. I really felt like she was a real girlfriend and not just some chick I hang out with. Uh, so things were good. Things had gone really well. But and this wouldn't be a story without the but. Mm. <laughs> about eh, two or three weeks into our, our new relationship here, our, our second try here, she calls me up and says, Rob, I want to come see you. Uh, I got something to talk about. All right, well, you know, I got a day off tomorrow. I'm pregnant. So she comes over to the apartment, and she's, she's, standing, in the, she's standing there in the middle of the living room, and I, I, for some reason I remember the sunlight hitting her in just the right way, like coming through the windows, making her look almost like angelic. It was just kind of nice. It was a, it was a nice, would have made a nice photograph. Um, so she says, so she, she's standing there and she says, Rob, I'm pregnant. <laughs> you called it. Give this man a call. <laughs> yeah, Laura was pregnant. This is now the second girlfriend in a row who was pregnant by another man. So, 
Now, <laughs> this time, um, immediately my brain is saying, wait, you've been here before. Remember how you handled it last time. Don't do that again. So rather than, than get all pissy about it, I said, okay, what do you want to do about this? How do you want to handle this? I, I, I immediately started by just asking her questions. Is she, what is, she? oh, there she is. Oh, hi. Here's your cat. Alice, you know, was the thing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, so yeah, I, I did not judge. I didn't get angry. I simply said, okay, what do we, what do we want to do? And she said, I, I can't keep it. I'm the no place to raise a kid or anything. I'm, I'm going to get rid of it or something. So I said, okay, well, that's fine. That's okay. So let's, uh, well, I told her, well, if I can do anything to help in that regard, maybe I can help you pay for the procedure. I don't have much money. I'm just, you know, working at a grocery store, but maybe I can at least drive you to the place, you know, the, the facility, you know, I'll be, I'll be supportive in whatever way I can. And she says, no, Rob, that's, you know, you don't have to do anything. This is my problem. I'll talk with my parents. I'll, I'll talk with my mom. We'll work something out. Um, at that point, I believe that was when she started to cry because this, this, the, the situation I'm, I'm guessing just was so emotional for her. So she's crying, and I just hugged her. We just hugged for like five minutes, just stand, stood there, mm -hmm. and I just let her cry or so, cry it out. You know, it, it seemed to help because, you know, sometimes th this is where, you know, we, we weren't having sex, and I can, I can spoil the ending now. We never actually had sex, really, at least not, not intercourse. Um, but having Plus, someone that, you know, she was on coke. Coke, so yeah, she yeah. is pregnant and on coke. True. That baby's not going to turn out well. Yeah. So let's let's not have that baby. But this is so. where dealing with a situation like this in person was much easier because you're there with the person. You can look each other right. in the eye. You can have that moment where you hug, uh, the body language. It was it was actually ended up being kind of a sweet moment because just seeing her crying that way and just kind of all emotional. It was it was nice to see that side of her despite the unfortunate situation. And she, like Kara, ended up having a miscarriage a few, a few days later. So that's when she called me up. She's like, yeah, I had a miscarriage. It's all good. Nothing to worry about. We can, we can proceed. Uh, so that was, that was fine. It was, but it was, God, second girl in a row, pregnant, and then had a miscarriage. I was learning a lot about female anatomy at that point because I just never really thought about, like, a miscarriage. I'd heard about miscarriage. I didn't really know what they were. But it was, mm -hmm. yeah, it's just the body rejecting the uh, embryo or something, you know? Now, why miscarriages happen, I've heard that sometimes it's because the body just detects something wrong with the baby, or maybe the body's just not in the right state. Right. You know what? It's just called not your problem. That's right. Yeah. In fact, she said that she told her mom about how I reacted to it, and her mom was really impressed with, with me, just you know, stepping up the way, the way I did. And she said, yeah, that Rob, he's a stand-up guy. That's, that's a good guy. Good, good for him. You know, hang on to that one. But I was actually a little proud of myself. I mean, I, it was just, <laughs> I no, was, it's, just uh, it's just funny yeah? because <laughs> you're a stand-up guy because you've learned how not to be a stand-up guy. <laughs> I've learned, learned how not to be an asshole. Right. So, well, that's the thing with Laura. She, she was used to dating guys that were just flat-out jerks. So mm -hmm. me being just kind of normal was good in comparison, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. At one point, we... Uh, had some of her friends over to the apartment, um, and they were they were all like you know, eighteen, nineteen, that age range, and uh, Megan. We told Megan about it, and Megan's like, "You're having teenage girls in the apartment. You, th you sure it's good? Are they gonna try to seduce Greg? Greg's very handsome." 
I said, Megan, they're not going to seduce Greg. Greg's not going to do anything anyway. We're just having a little party. Just we're, we're, they, wanted to, they wanted to try uh, screwdrivers, the, you know, the vodka and juice mix. They're teenagers. Right, but that's where I come in. I can buy the alcohol. <laughs> but, but that's illegal. Sure is. <laughs> okay. You're damn right it is. Um, but yeah, we're having this party and it was, it was fun. We're just like, we're, we're, we're drinking and we're all having, making jokes. And, and, uh, <laughs> I think we watched the South Park movie or something mm-hmm. or whatever. I think that was on video at that point, which is a pretty funny movie. And then everybody passed out. And so Laura and I were in my bed and I'm sitting there thinking, you know, everyone's kind of, kind of passed out. We've kind of got some privacy. Let me try something. So I, I finally, for the first time, put my hand up under her shirt and I put the other hand down her pants, down her shorts, and, you know, feeling around. And, you know, she's wiggling a little bit. And all of a sudden, I get embarrassed because I'm realizing, wait, her friends are technically in the room, even though they're not awake. This is, this is not good. So I, I, I ceased what I was doing after a little bit, decided this is, this is not really the appropriate time for us to have our first sexual experience. This is not... Uh, not classy. So I stopped, but you know, I got I, you know, got a feel, got the did the groping. So there was uh what was that called? <laughs> Getting the first base? I don't know. So yeah, I, I felt up my girlfriend for the first time. Yay, good for me. Congratulations. Uh, although I did notice, and this is so I shouldn't even say this, but her boobs were a little smaller because of the weight loss, because of the cocaine. <laughs> they were still nice. Uh, but you know, a little less there. So I'm starting to I was thinking, eh, I wish she'd kept on that weight, you know. Get a little more a little more boobage. <laughs> Such a jerk. <laughs> so that was the extent of our sexual encounter. Was just you know the touching, and she never touched me though. She never like reached back because you got to imagine I did have a, an erection during that during that moment, and I was kind of hoping she would you know. I think that's what it was. If she had reached back and and returned the favor, we would have proceeded. But her not doing anything made me think, eh, probably not the best time. So I got to feel her up. So now we're to the point where it's time to go to Las Vegas. We are now in uh, July. This is this is right around my birthday. And great, you've got a girlfriend. Yeah, and I told her. I said, "Hey, Laura, so I'm going to Vegas. This trip was planned." Oh wait, you know what? There was a thing. Shit, I, I missed a spot. At some point after the Kara thing, um, I'd say maybe like a week after we broke up, I sent Kara a letter, not an email, a letter. And in that letter, I I. Just, I wrote all my feelings, like everything that was on my mind, essentially saying that I'm, I'm sad that things didn't work out between us. I hope we have another chance someday. Um, I think we do have something special. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. I mean, I really unloaded all oh. the best romantic oh, no. bullshit. It was so syrupy and sappy and so sad. And uh, I, I included like song lyrics at the end, like a Gloria, a Gloria Estefan sad song, something about. What was the lyric? It was like, when we meet again, we'll be just friends and I'll always love you and blah, blah, blah. It was, oh, God. It was so corny. Oh, uh, you just, oh, uh, no. But I had to. I just felt This like, is before you went to see her? Correct. This was like a week, oh. like a week after our breakup and before I got no. back together with Lara. Um, so I sent it out and then she, I didn't hear back for like a week. I thought, oh, well, she got the letter and probably threw it in the trash and I'm stupid. But then she called me. And when she called me, she sounded like she was a little sad. I said, Kara, are, are you okay? Are you pregnant? She said, no, 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 no. I am not pregnant. If I was pregnant, this would be a much different phone call. No, I just, I got your letter and it was very sweet. And I just, 
I just want you to know that you're a super guy and I do I'll always love you and just because our relationship didn't work out I don't want you to feel bad and just you know I do care about you and I always will and that's all and that's it she just wanted to establish that yeah she still cared don't feel too bad okay that's fine and and, and that's when I asked about you know the uh no, she mentioned the, 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 the July trip. She's like, yeah, you, you know, you'll be out here in July. It'll be nice to see you. So don't worry about anything. So she just she reassured me that she appreciated what I said. She said it was the sweetest letter she's ever read. So, you know, it, it worked. I, I, got, I got a reaction out of her. I got some fucking tears. So now we are heading out to Las Vegas. So this is actually All my right. third visit. The, the only other times I've been to Vegas was back in high school when I was hiking the Grand Canyon, the Boy Scout bullshit. But now I'm in Las Vegas as a man, 23. I'm an adult. I can gamble. I can drink. I can go see boobs. Oh, yeah. While I'm in Las Vegas, I, uh, so when Megan at this point was, she was a stripper. And she said, Rob, you got to come see me dance. And I said, oh. And I looked at Greg and I said, Greg, are you comfortable with this? And Greg said, well, yeah, she, she invited you. You should go. You know, we'll, we'll all go. It'll be fun. And, and you know, it, it would be rude not to. All right, cool. And he said something like, you know, the whole city of Las Vegas has seen her dance. Why shouldn't my best bud Rob see her? You know, we're all friends here. <laughs> so we went out, and Megan did her, did her routine, and it was good. I mean, Megan had, was very fit at the time, and, and she, she really had moves on. Like, she's jumping and flipping and doing little things. You know, they grab the pole and go upside down and down and whatever they do. All the, all the classic moves. Uh, very, very talented lady, I got to say. She really put effort into her job. Uh, after her set... She came out and said hi to us, and then she went and did her rounds. Where I guess the, after they after they dance, they go down to the floor, and they do off, individual dances. Yeah, the the lap dances. Right. I think I think she was dancing at Little Darlings. I think that was the place, which is still around, by the way. It was funny though because we walked in and it was just a a sex shop, like videos and toys, and we're like, Wh- "Where's the strip club?" And then the person at the counter pointed this way and said, "Oh, there's the door." So you had to actually go through the gift shop, essentially, to get to the uh, the dancers. After Megan's set, uh, a blonde woman came out on stage. It was not Kara. Yeah, she, <laughs> um, but it was a very attractive blonde, comes out on stage. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. And, uh, you know, very nice body, nice boobs and everything. And Greg actually said, hey, why don't you go sit by the stage? I think, you know, you should, you know, you should be close to this, this girl. And I said, oh, okay. So I went up towards you know, the front, and I sat down. And this dancer pointed at me and said, hey, you, come here. I, I walked up to the side of the stage, and she, she's asking me, you know, what's your name? Where are you from? I'm Rob. I'm from Illinois. I, at some point, she took my glasses. I, you know, She took them. Don't take my glasses. I can't fucking see. Well, yeah, I can see okay. I can still see right. a little blurry. <laughs> but I know some guys would have been like, oh, yeah, she got my glasses. It's so hot. I was thinking, please don't break those. That's my only pair. Right. <laughs> I paid $150 for those. Um, it's, <laughs> I wasn't right. impressed at first, but then I was right. like, wait a minute. What, what diseases does she have? This glasses are on her face. Oh, no. Right. Stripper disease. But then I started to kind of dig what she was doing. She's dancing around. She had a little, uh, I'm not into the schoolgirl outfit right. thing. That's not, not my thing. But right. she had one of those little skirts on. It was pretty hot. I, you know. And then she comes over with my glasses on. She says, th- there was a reason why she took my glasses. Um, she says, hey, do you have a $5 bill? I said, I do. She says, put it in your mouth. Now, you probably don't want to put dollar bills in your mouth. That's kind of gross. But when a hot stripper tells you to do something, just do it. You do it. You do That's it. That's right. And she knew my name at that point, so why not? 
So <laughs> I put the bill in my mouth. She came up to me and smashed her nice boobs into my face and removed the dollar, the $5 bill with her cleavage. She had the dollar in her boobs. And she's walking around just kind of holding them there. And I'm like, she's titty-fucking that $5 bill. This is amazing. I started clapping at that point. I was like, bravo. This is a wonderful show. That's a good way to earn five bucks. And then did you ask for your $5 back? Like, hey. And you're like, How hey, dare you? That woman took my money. Excuse me. And my glasses. But that's what Pardon she... me. She, she took Deck the glasses. officer. <laughs> Pardon me. That's... Is there someone here Star I can Wars talk to? Is there a manager? Is there a manager I can talk to? That that woman <laughs> took Did Luke my come in the south entrance? Uh, <laughs> tech officer. No, but that's why she took the glasses because she had intended to smash her boobs into my face and she didn't want to break the glasses right. with her boobs. Right. So smart girl. Right. So she gives right. me back the glasses and uh, it was a good show. It was, it was good. Greg is in the back of the back of the room. He's clapping, doing the whole thing too. He's like, "Oh my god!" I, I go back over to him. He was like, "Rob, that was amazing. I, that was that was a great show. Good for you. You got some boobs in the face. Yay!" So the uh, the blonde chick comes out and she you know doing her rounds. She comes by us and she's talking and but she ends up sitting with us for like fifteen minutes or so, just you know talking about norms of where you're from. When oh you're studying this? What's your major? Blah blah. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to blah, blah, blah school. I'm studying this. And, you know, she's, she's a college girl, too. Right. I mean, because you're, I mean, you're obviously there for friends. And uh-huh. her friend just told her that they're, you're there to see her friends. That, yeah. Like, and, you know, it's, it's, there's a difference between you guys coming to see uh-huh. them and the normal people that are Correct. there. You know, and they are much more interested because you can have a conversation and right. you're not there to drool. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, it's they they understand. Yeah. Greg so. and I were just a couple. Normal, we're, we're not strip club guys. This is what was right. established. And this is what Megan right. told us later. We're, we're not the normal like strip club guys who come every weekend. We're there to see Megan. Um, yeah. She had mentioned that uh, that we were in town. So this girl knew kind of who we were. So she's just talking like a normal person. Uh, she I. She did offer a lap dance. She actually did because, you know, still trying to make money. I turned her down because I, I think I just run out of money at that point. Um, <laughs> so, but I kind of wish I had because that might have been fun. I, I've never had a lap dance. I don't know. Right. How, how do those work? What do you do? There's a lap. There's a dance. Who knows? Well, it depends on what kind of lap dance you get. Depends so. on if you give her the $5 bill or the $100 bill from what I hear. It, it depends so. on if you get the public lap dance or the private. Ah, the private. Yeah, yeah. They're yep. different. different types so, of dance. She says, um, well, you know, if you guys um, come visit us before you leave, we'd love to see you again. Thanks for coming out. And she was just kind of friendly, but in more of a normal person kind of friendly. I just assume, eh, you know, strippers are friendly. That's just what they do. But, yeah, she, she knew who we were. Um, so the next day, I get up, and Megan's in the, in the kitchen drinking her tea, and she's kind of smiling at me. I'm like, what, what's, what are you smiling about? She says... I think you made a friend last night. I said, what, the blonde chick? She said, yeah, she liked you. I said, get out of here. She's a stripper. You guys just, you say that to us to get our money. I know what you girls are up to. She said, Rob, she was talking about you backstage. She, she, saw, she thought you were cute. I can give you her number if you want to call her, take her out for lunch. And Bitch, I, the last time that you gave me somebody's number, bullshit uh-huh. happened. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, which, by the way, Megan at this point has already apologized for the carrot thing. She said she kind of blames herself. She said, I'm sorry for unleashing her upon you. 
But I, I didn't blame Megan. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm a big boy. I made my choices, you know. But she's saying, yeah. And I'm telling her, you know, what, what am I going to do with this? Just, I, I said, I have a girlfriend. She said, Rob, I said, take her out to lunch, not fuck her. You know, she's a, she's a person too. Sometimes, she said, look, sometimes strippers meet guys at the clubs and they become boyfriends or husbands. And usually it's the guys who don't go to strip clubs. Like they're there for a friend or something. You know, we're, we're regular people too. You know, she's, she's seen it where girls have met their husbands working out these clubs. And I, she said, yeah, look, it, it, it's just lunch. You can just take her out for coffee, something. Just, if anything, you made a new friend. I said, okay, let me think about it. So I ultimately decided not to do that because, yeah, things with Laura were going pretty well at that point. I didn't want to mess that up. Plus, what am I going to do? Have another long distance thing with another blonde in Vegas? You know, what am I doing? But, you know, there's always that chance that she could have been the one. Who knows? I, I never called her up, so the world will never know. Before leaving Vegas, there were. I got to meet uh, Kara's boyfriend, the guy that had replaced me, uh. which was awkward at first. And I, it was weird because the guy comes up and he's like, hey, I'm blah, blah, blah. What's your name? I'm Rob. And he's talking. I'm thinking, is this guy going to try to punch me? Does he know who I am? Turns out he didn't at first quite know who I was. And then he asked me, you know, where you're from? And, oh, and they said, well, how do you guys know Megan and Kara? And I said, well, you know, Greg is dating Megan and Kara and I used to date, but, you know, we're, we're not dating now. And he says, oh, you guys used to date. When, when was that? And I, I told him the dates, which I think was like March and April. And he's, like, he's, he's standing there like he's processing. I said, wait a minute. So she went to see you when she went to Illinois. I said, yeah, yeah. She, said, she just told me she was going to see friends. I said, oh, really? And I said, so you guys were a couple at the time? I said, yeah, we, we broke up shortly thereafter, but one, when she was in town, yeah, we were a couple, and we did, you know, a couple things. And he says, well, that's not what she told me. And I said, you know what? It sounds like she has not been honest with you. He said, yeah, you're right. Now, this guy, he, he seemed like a nice guy. I, I, I right. thought he might be a dick. No, super guy. I, I like talking to him. And he said, you know, yeah, she has been. And we realized she had been lying to both of us. Right. So I said, yeah, it looks like uh, this is a situation. He said, you know what? I'm going to go talk to her. Uh, Rob, I'm, I'm sorry about all this. this. This sounds like you got wrapped up with this girl and she didn't treat you very well. And uh, I'm going to go handle this. So uh, I'll be back. So she, he goes in, in to talk to her. They're, they're in the bedroom talking. At first it was quiet. So I thought I, maybe. He knew that. I mean, she knew that you two were going to meet. Right. Again, I mean, I don't know what she expected. Again, not even, can't even bother to try to hide the guy. Just, you know. I mean, I'll, I'll be straight up. Uh-huh. There are some really stupid fucking women out there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I have met some really stupid fucking women in my day. Uh-huh. And they are just like they are baffling. And it is like did you 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 didn't think this through uh-huh. at all, yeah. did you? And it's <laughs> like, well, I and it's like, no, you didn't think this through. Yeah. And it's like, no. And you just thought some man was going to straighten this shit out for you, didn't mm-hmm. you? And mm-hmm. it's like well, I uh, like nope, and it's like fuck it, you know. It's like okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's and that's so. that was the frustrating part. But those two, yeah. they ended up having an argument, and I I heard him kind of kind of. I think he was the one doing doing the the yelling, not really yelling, but there were some raised voices. Right. So finally, the guy comes out of the bedroom and says, "Rob, I'm sorry about all this. She's a bitch. I don't really like her anymore. I'm gonna go. You seem like a really stand up guy. Good to meet you." Um, yeah, you know, see you around. He's he's very nice. 
he he essentially was on my side. Like we we had both been lied to by this right. woman. So right. Kara comes out of the bedroom and she seems sad because she's now been called out on her bullshit. And we're mm-hmm. all kind of looking at her. It's me, me and Megan. We're looking at her. Greg's just off to the side, like at the table doing something. Greg didn't really care. <laughs> and Kara just seems sad. And I and I I decided this was a moment where I can kind of have it out with her a little bit to really tell what I really felt. And I said, Kara, what have you done? You lied to me. You lied to him. You've, you've hurt both of our feelings. What are you doing? What are you doing with, with dating and men? And what is wrong with you? I, I don't remember the exact words, but I essentially called her out on her behavior, told her she's not behaving properly. And I, t- I, know, I know I told her the next time you're single, stay single for a little while. Just stay single. Six months, a year, take time off from dating because you are reckless with people's emotions and their feelings. You know, just because we're guys, well, you think we don't have feelings? You think we don't get hurt? Of course we do. And she's trying to apologize. Like, I'm sorry. But it's like, no, look, it, it doesn't matter. We're, I mean, you know, I'm, you and I, we're not a couple anymore. But you, you've really got to kind of get your act together. I think she tried to make an excuse like her dad was never around or something, which uh, oh, fuck I, I've heard that excuse before. And... I just told her, no. and she's she's asking me, do you, do you hate me? I said, I don't hate you. I'm just, I'm sad. You make me sad. I'm disappointed. And it's just, before this, I was going to consider staying in touch with you. But now, I don't really want to stay in touch with you anymore. And once I go back to Illinois, that's it. You know, we're not going to be talking anymore. So she was sad. And that was that. We I established that her behavior was just not appropriate. And it just kind of, I, being around her, I just felt bad. Like, this is... This is like a shadow of something I could have had, but it's not because it wasn't her. This is this is now the real Kara, and Kara's not nice to people, and she's selfish, and and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So by the time I got out of there, um, yeah, when I got back on the plane, I was just I felt I felt bad about the, the the confrontation. I didn't I didn't yell at her. I didn't call her names or anything. I wasn't mean to her, but I was very firm about I'm sad about this. I'm disappointed in your behavior. That kind of thing. I let him know how I really felt. Now, when when I left, uh, I believe Greg stayed a few extra days because he had some stuff to mm-hmm. take care of. He had a longer trip. When Greg got back, he said, Rob, Megan's moving in with us. I said, Megan's <laughs> moving in? So yeah, that was why I stayed a couple extra days to get things situated. Uh, she's driving in like in a few weeks or something. She, oh, no. Megan had planned to leave Vegas because she was done with Vegas. Uh, she wanted to be with Greg desperately. And frankly, she was done with Kara. She she had mentioned that uh, her and Kara, er, once our relationship had gone bad, their friendship went bad because Megan did not like how Kara had treated me. She hadn't been honest with me, etc., and that just kind of ruined everything. And I'm sure she was seeing. I mean, she they saw lived the together, dude. right? She saw the behavior, and I'm sure Kara was like, "No, it's fine." Yeah, so they had to, that was hard on her too, just seeing that. We just held each other. God. Fucking bullshit. Well, that's bullshit. That sucks, dude. Yep. But uh, so now Megan moves in with us, and when she gets to Illinois, the first thing she does is say, "These computers, get them the fuck out. This is Rob's room. This is his living room. He has a girlfriend. He wants his privacy. Y'all get your computers the fuck out of here." She, she, that was awesome. It was exactly what I needed for her to just come in there and just get that shit out of there. Oh God, a hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> I know the all those nerds are like, "Listen to the hot girl." Um, now we originally, we were trying to get it where Greg and I would keep our computers in, in his apartment, 
and then Marcus would just go next door. But Marcus said, well, if you guys do that, you can't use my internet. I said, well, you can't just run a cable? Come on. Because he had, he had the DSL, the fast internet. I said, we're trying to convince him to, to run an, a cord across. He was like, no, you gotta, gotta, if you want my internet, you got to be in my room. So we agreed, and we brought our computers over to his apartment. So his, his apartment, his living room became the LAN party room. That's fine. I, I did most of the time. I didn't need a computer at home anyway. I did my my work at school. So now I have an apartment. Uh, this living room is now a living room. It's got well, it's got my bed, but it's got you know, it looks like a normal adult room. And so now I'm thinking, okay. Now and Megan even told me, hey Rob, Greg and I are going to make a point to uh, give you privacy, especially when Laura's over, so you guys can you know do your thing. You know, Megan uh, respected my sex life, so. You know, thank you, Megan. Very nice of her. That she wanted me to give me the best chance possible to uh, get laid. So that that was good. I, I felt kind of nice having this uh, having the living room to myself. At the very least, it made it easier to watch porn. You know. <laughs> and you know, there was one point where Megan said the weirdest thing. We're hanging out, and she was having a problem with Greg. Greg was being a shit about something, and I was saying something that was that she agreed. I was I was sharing some dating wisdom or something. And Megan actually came over to me. She, she put my head in her hands and said, Rob, I wish I could take your brain and put it in Greg's body. And I was just like, what? what the, why would you say that to me? You're essentially just calling me ugly. Thanks, Megan. She said, no, you're no. not ugly. I'm just saying, you know, the two That's of you combined would be like the perfect man. Okay. She meant well. She meant well. She <laughs> just didn't come off very well. So now... <laughs> Megan's living with us, and it was actually very cool. It was, it was. She, she's a good roommate. She, you know, she cleaned the place up. She gave it a, a, a feminine touch. I, I appreciated that. Not that it was that dirty. It was just those computers were everywhere. God, you know. So at one point, now we're getting to the end of me and Laura. Which, uh, yeah, things with, with Laura and I did not ultimately work out the second time. What? The uh, <laughs> I know. See how I'm not married to her? There's your hint. <laughs> we. Now that I had this apartment with the privacy, it was a good setup. I just couldn't quite, I couldn't get my schedule situated, so I never got a chance to get her over there to have the real privacy. Because if I had, you know, probably would have been some sex. We got to a point where she did finally come over, but it was just a day visit. And at one point, at the end of the day, she's, I, we're, we're heading back to her place. I had, I, had, I think I went to get her. And then I'm bringing her back. Yeah, yeah. And then on the way back, she said, hey, let me drive. I, I want to drive. And I, I was hesitant because why would I want to let someone drive my car? It my little uh, Civic. Remember the little the gray Civic? Right. You and I drove that all the time. So I said, fine. I guess I'll let you drive. All right. So I drive down the road. And she says, Rob, look, uh, I've been talking with my mom. We've been talking about you. And my mom has been giving me advice. She's saying, Laura... Rob's a great guy. You've seen the kind of man he is. He's, he's going places. He's getting educated. He's smart. He's very nice. You got a choice to make because he's going to be graduating at some point and he's going to go somewhere. You know, who knows where. You can either focus your energies on Rob or you can go back to dating those dicks that you used to date that treated it like shit, that cheated on you, little idea. But, you know, you got to make a decision because Rob's... That's, an, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, that's an interesting Rob's conversation guy. to have. Why? Okay. Her mom picked up on the fact that I'm looking for something serious at that point. And, and Laura did too. But I think I guess Laura had said something about she wasn't sure about things. 
she was expressing doubts. Okay. And her mom was essentially saying, don't screw this up. Rob's a good guy. And I said, okay. well, that's, that's nice of your mom to say, but ultimately it comes down to how you feel. How do you feel? She said, I don't know. I'm still trying to find myself or something to that effect. You know, I'm just not sure where my life is going, blah, blah, blah. And she was essentially hinting that she was thinking about breaking up with me. And I told her, look, you know, this relationship depends on you and I both wanting to be in it. So if you're not feeling the relationship, you know, let's talk about it. She says, no, I, I like being with you, but, you know, I just wanted to let you know what was going on on my, my side, in my, in my brain. And I said, okay, well, that's, that's nice. It was a very nice adult conversation about our relationship. And the fact that her mom had essentially said, you know, this, she, she kind of could tell that I was a guy that I was, I was, I was moving on. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to the future. Hopefully with her, but, you know, if not, oh well. But I liked her. I mean, at this point, I still really liked her. At that point, we, the conversation was pretty much over, and we're, we're driving up on the freeway, and we get behind this big 18-wheeler flatbed thing. <laughs> and a piece of wood flew out and got her right in the fucking head and killed her. This is not Final Destination. Calm down. Oh, okay. The uh, Good movies, by the way. Uh, she, she's, she got stuck behind the, the 18-wheeler, and... And I told her, I told her, well, just go around, go around. So she, she's trying to get around, and she, she's looking over her shoulder, not paying attention to what's in front of her, and hit the truck. She ends up smashing my car into the back of this 18-wheeler thing, the, the trailer thing. Smashed up the front right of it where the light was. The car was still running, surprisingly. But yeah, the, my girlfriend crashed my car. And I was... I, it, we were fine. At first, um, first thing I said was, are you okay? Are you hurt? She said, no, I'm fine. I, I'm looking around. I'm like, where are my glasses go? They had popped off my face when the uh, uh, the, the airbag, airbag had gone off. Yeah. I found them. And I said, okay, let's get to the side of the road. Let's at least, at least get the car off the road because it was still running. So we're on the side of the road and we're sitting there and I'm looking at my car and I'm thinking, damn, is this like a metaphor for our relationship? Is this is this the crash that we're headed for? Ugh. Although at the time... <laughs> And we're sitting there. I'm looking over. She was wearing a little little tank top that was showing off her cleavage. Her, the top of her boobs were pink where the airbag had hit them. Kind of kind of smacked her in her tits. And I'm looking. I'm like, that's kind of hot. <laughs> the, the airbag got her tits. That's kind of all right. I don't know. For some reason, I thought that was kind of a turn on. It was like some weird moment. <laughs> yeah. So sure enough, a couple weeks later, we're talking and we realized that... Uh, it wasn't working. She she claimed that there was no spark between us. And I said, yeah, you know, that that seems accurate. We just hadn't quite gotten to that point. So, yeah, we agreed to end the relationship. But this time it was very it was a nice breakup. She said, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And she asked if we could still hang out. And I thought about it. It's like, yeah, you know, I think we should because we've been having a great time together. We haven't had sex, so that makes things a little bit easier. So we ended up hanging out. And stayed friends for, for a few months. It was, it was actually good. At one point, at the end of college, we would become roommates for a few months. But uh, I'll get to that. So now, we're, we're, we're getting to the end of 2001 here. Um, this was a very busy year for dating. Yeah, that's, why, that's why we've been going for like three fucking hours. We're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pushing to the wrap-up here. But there's still, there's still a little more to go. So patience, people. We're, we'll get this done. So at this, this time, I was still hanging out with my friend Angela, and we still had a great time together. Angela? Angela. In fact, she had met Laura a couple of times, and, and so she had, you know, she knew who she was. They, they knew each other. I don't even remember what Angela thought of her. I, 
I guess she says she seems okay. I don't remember that part. But over the course of our friendship, there was uh, there was definitely something between me and Angela. We we'd had we just we got along really well. At one point, Greg even asked us to our faces. Greg was like, "You know, you guys, you know, Rob and Angela, you seem like you'd make a good couple. You know, why hasn't there been anything like that with you guys?" And we're looking at each other like, "Uh, that's an awkward question." I jumped in with the answer. I said, "Well, we're usually just dating other people. You know, Angela, you're fantastic, but you know, we're we're off with other people, so." You know, maybe someday. And Angela's like, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Well, that wasn't totally true. There was a little more to that question than that. But now we're both single, and I, I, feel, I felt like, you know, I don't really have any more excuses. Let me ask Angela out. Let me just see about taking her out on a real date. So I called her up. I said, hey, you know, we've been friends for a while. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll try just a real date, like no, no friends with us, maybe something, you know, the next level kind of thing, at least, at least give it a shot, see how we feel. She said, yeah, I think that'd be really nice, let's, let's do that. So we picked a restaurant that was a little more upscale, not like, you know, IHOP or something, we had a restaurant where we, we put on little outfits, like have a little sweater, and a little pants, slacks, I'll dress up for like an interview. She showed up in a dress, like a nice, you know, evening dress, and <laughs> she looked fantastic. I mean, she was always very cute, but now I, I'd always seen her in like casual wear. Mm-hmm. Now she's in formal wear. And I'm like, oh my God, Angela's really pretty. And in fact, this was the first time I'd ever seen her cleavage because usually she just wore a regular shirt. And she was working up some decent cleavage. I was like, damn, <laughs> good for her. And uh, you know, we acknowledge it. Oh, you look very nice. You too. Look at that. Look at us. And it was a very nice dinner. It was, it was really like a, like a date. And... We even had and the conversation was, was nice, but it was also at some point we're talking about the future, talking about, you know, what are we going to do after college and where you're going? I liked that. I enjoyed talking with another person, with a woman about the future. <laughs> you asked her about her 401k. 401k. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was a very nice adult evening. On the way back to the car, we're walking, and it was a cool evening at that point. I think we're getting into the, au- the autumn, uh, which is a weird word. Autumn? It's more like autumn uh, we're walking back to the car and I got the feeling that if I had tried to kiss her, it would have been good that she would have gone right. for it. There was, you know, the body language was good. There was a nice evening. It was, it was a good moment, but I chose not to. I, I guess That's I when you re- give him a firm handshake. <laughs> Thanks a it's lot. It's true. Good. It's true. <laughs> you give him a firm handshake. Is that what you do? Yeah. I mean, I, I did that with Pat when I met her, so maybe there was something to that. I don't know. Yeah, you, you leave him one or more. Yeah. Like, oh shit, this guy's serious. I mean, that's funny, but it, that's also you, a good point. I hate to, I hate to agree with you on that one. And you give him a handshake, and you say, "I'd like to see you again," yeah, or something like that. Yeah, and and because they don't know what the fucking, they don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, because they're probably used the t- to guys coming right, in that and kiss. it breaks the tension. Oh, and it like it breaks the tension, and you say, "I'd like to see you again," and so. it shows respect. That you don't right. see her as just some sex object, that she well, is a person. I mean, fuck that. Okay, but, you sorry. know. <laughs> so, sorry, I forgot who I was dealing with here. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't go for it. And I kind of kicked myself for it later. And I'm thinking, why didn't I do that? And I realized that shortly thereafter, if I had kissed her and it had worked and it, we'd had, you know, that moment, that would have been it. This was not going to be some chick I, was going to, I wasn't going to do to her what I'd done to Heather. I wasn't going to toss her aside. I didn't want to break her heart. That was going to be a commitment because she's just that kind of person. She's, mm-hmm. I just, that's how I felt about her. 
and I didn't want to do that. I wasn't I wasn't ready to grow up is what it came down to. <laughs> Even though I, I had thought that I I was at a few points prior, this was now. This was like there were no excuse, there was no distance. There was there was nothing I could use as an out. I was it was just it was I was in, and I decided not to. And you know who knows? Maybe I passed up the best relationship in my life. She could have been my my wife. But who knows? But I didn't go for it. And yeah, I, I kind of regretted it for a while after that. But you know, I left college a few months later. I left left Illinois a few months later, so it didn't really matter, I guess. And she went on and got married a couple times, and she you know she's doing fine. We're still we're still friends, by the way, Angela and I, Angela. So Angela. yeah, that we it, it didn't go anywhere. It it could have, but I just I guess I wussed out. I mean, what was I what what was I scared of? A good relationship? Come on. So, around this time, I had been talking with a woman on EverQuest named Tracy. Tracy lived in Canada, and Tracy was a little older. She's about five years older than me. Uh, not particularly attractive. Not really. You know, kind of eh. Uh, a, bigger, a bigger woman, which I don't mind, but mm-hmm. not great looking. But she was nice to talk to. Uh, we've been kind of developing a little friendship there, and I, I was telling her about my relationships. And at one point, she had mentioned, you know, Rob, if you were dating me, I'd treat you better than all those women because, you know, I'm a little older, a little more mature. And after a while, she was, you know, kind of making her point. So now after the whole Angela thing didn't work out, I'm thinking, eh, you know, maybe I'll give Tracy a try. You know, she's an adult. She could she can afford to fly in and see me. Cause she, was, she was talking about that. So once again, I'm involved in some online distance relationship. This time, though, there was no real affection or love. It was purely just, you know, looking to meet a new new person. You know, looking mm-hmm. to get laid, essentially. As I'm finishing up college, she, she's planning on coming visiting me shortly in the next year, in like, I think, February. Uh, Laura and I had agreed to become roommates because she wanted a place to stay. She was looking to, to move out on her own, too. So we got that going on. And then right as I'm getting ready to leave college, I'm like two or three days away from the move out, I get a phone call. And it's Kara. I hadn't heard from this chick for six months. I, I had not expected to hear from her ever again. Gasp. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sorry for not letting you talk too much, Gabe, because I'm just I'm no, it's okay. walking to the end. But uh, feel free. I mean, chime in as, as needed, which, which you are. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so Kara calls me, and I'm like, I, I'm surprised. I did not expect to hear from her. And she says, Rob, I'm, uh, I've been thinking about you. I just wanted to call you, say hi. And... I just wanted, my main reason for calling is that I wanted to apologize. I've had a lot of time to think, especially lately. Um, you've been coming to my mind a lot, and I realized I've really fucked up our relationship. I, this was, it was all me. You did nothing wrong, and I just want you to know that, and I just want you to not go the rest of your life thinking you did, you made a mistake or anything. It was, it was me. I was a bitch. I was selfish, et cetera. So she just, she unloaded these feelings onto me. And I was blown away. I had never had this happen to me where an ex calls me up and just takes all the blame. It was ridiculous. I even brought up the, the pregnancy thing. I said, well, but I was a dick with your pregnancy. She said, Rob, it wasn't even your pregnancy. So, what? you know, it wasn't your fault. Don't, don't blame yourself for that. And she says, I just want you to not hate me. I said, Kara, I never really hated you. I just wish things had been different. And she says, yeah, you know, I realized that if we'd stay together, you'd be getting ready to move in with me right now. You'd be getting ready to drive to Las Vegas. But I was selfish and I couldn't wait. And that's why you're not. I said, yeah, you know, that's right. And I actually said, well, 
That's the way the cookie crumbles. I said that like I'm an 80-year-old guy. The cookie crumbles? Who says that? <laughs> and she said, she said, yeah, really, it, I, I believe, looking back on it, it was the distance. If, if you and I had met in the, living in the same town, we would have still been together. I, I, I realize that now. So your question from earlier, that's, mm. that's what it was. She, she claims it, the distance was the main factor, which I guess is fair because you can love someone all you want, but y you need to be around that person. You got to have the closeness. Right. You got to be with them in the same room. It's, it's so important to a relationship. And that's, that's why Megan moved out because she desperately just wanted to be with Greg. She, she, moved, right. she moved, you know, she made that move and she could because she didn't have anything tying her down. So, yeah, that was a weird conversation. And, but it was, I got to admit, after everything that had happened, having her come to me and just say, yeah, it was all me. I'm so sorry. Please don't hate me. It made me feel better about things. And, yeah, I, I, I didn't really hate her before. I was just disappointed. But now I gained a, a little bit of respect for her for, for stepping up like that. And um, we, we agreed to stay in touch. And she said that she was uh, traveling the country because she had some new job. And she said, if I'm ever in your, your town, I'll let you know. We'll get together for a meal or something. <laughs> I said, okay, that's cool. That never actually happened, but we'll, we'll, get to that. we'll get to that a little in a few minutes. So now I'm out of college. I'm in this apartment, and my Canadian girlfriend, Tracy, she's coming to town. And I'm thinking, because uh, by this point, I mean, she's, she's nice to talk to, but I'm kind of asking myself, what the fuck am I doing? This, is, uh, this woman, this is not what I want. Although this time when I go to pick her up at the airport, she's happy to see me. I get a hug. I get a kiss. All right. That was nice. We, like I said, kind of a big girl, not particularly attractive, but pleasant personality generally, but kind of, I don't know. She kind of, she kind of acted weird. I remember when we were, we're hanging around with our, with our, our buddies, she was just kind of acting goofy. And at one point <laughs> I was getting annoyed. I called Megan up a couple of days later while, while I was at work, and I said, you know, and she's asking me, what's going on with your girl, Rob? She's, she's acting all weird. I said, I don't know. She's weird. She said, Rob, I think your girlfriend's dumb as a box of rocks. And I said, maybe that's it. Is she just dumb? Is that what I'm dealing with here? Is this just a dumb person? She said, she, she said I think so. Okay, well, that would explain her odd behavior, perhaps. But she was she's nice, just, so, you know. She's just Canadian. She's Canadian. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> but it was just kind of a weird thing for Megan to say, but I, I appreciated her bluntness, you know. So Tracy stayed with me for a week, and during that week, we, yeah, we had sex. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I hate to interrupt this, but, you yes. know, there was a point where I was talking to another Canadian. Oh. And it's just, uh, just when I realized she was stupid. And it was just, I just remember talking <laughs> to her, and it was just like, Wow, you're dumb. And it was just like maybe it was her. Was her name Tracy? No, no, it was different. So you really? And I just was like, you're just not intelligent. And it was just, it was painful. Really? It was like painfully dumb. That's. I mean, funny. she was, she was, she was, she was younger, not older. Uh huh. So, but it was like, it's just I can't have a intelligent conversation with this girl and it's just like it's good it's like it's a good thing you're pretty like oh, it's just like oh, okay. yeah it was like it's a good thing you're pretty it's just it was so frustrating <laughs> wow so we'll do a lot of stupid things for pretty girls yeah i don't know but when you're like when you're guys like us it's like you can't deal with 
stupid girls you know yeah. it's like, oh, it's like yeah. there's got to be just, a conversation it's right, got to be right. i mean looks are great i love love an attractive right. woman but fuck you got to connect right and that was the problem on, on, a, on an intellectual level yeah. you know you just have to be able to connect and you have to be able to just figure shit out yeah but tracy had none of that though there was wasn't a, yeah. a, a mental connection she wasn't that right. attractive she just didn't bring anything to the table you know nice and fun in bed but and say, I'll fuck you. Yeah, I'll but, fuck you for a week. Yeah, yeah I'll fuck you. you know, we, uh, but, so I'll, I'll highlight <laughs> some moments during the trip. <laughs> they, uh, at one point, I'm sitting, I, I got out of the shower. We both got out of the shower. I'm sitting on my little chair kind of like this. I'm naked. I'm air drying, just kind of drying out. She walks over, gets down on her knees, and proceeds to give me a blowjob. I'm thinking, all right, this blow, it's my second blowjob. This is good. Thing is, she didn't stop like Kara did. She kept going and kept going and kept going. I'm thinking at first, because like a blowjob is a good way to start off the sex. I'm thinking, okay, we're going to change over to, to sex. She's just giving me a blowjob and she wasn't stopping. And finally, after a few minutes, I'm saying, uh, I'm going to come. And her response was, mm-hmm. She didn't disengage. She kept right. going all the way to completion. I came in this woman's mouth, Gabe. And she didn't... Huzzah? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> good job, Rob. Congratulations. She, but she didn't... You know? I, I, usually the woman, if they're doing the blowjob, they'll pull out just before the end and jerk you off or whatever the hell. They, most women don't want to swallow that stuff, and who can blame them? She well, swallowed I it, mean, Gabe. It was a blowjob to completion with swallowing. First and I mean, only time that's ever happened in my life. Well, and I got to say... Just haven't pretty, met the right women, Rob. Uh, that, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Been saying that for years. Uh, I got to say, pretty goddamn good. I, it was one of those screaming orgasms where I think I woke up the neighbors. And afterwards, I'm sitting there like almost paralyzed. I'm going, you are a champ. And she starts laughing because, you know, who says that? But, yeah, that was, the, that was the only time in my life that that's ever happened. And I'd like to have that happen again sometime, but probably not. Yeah. But, yeah, I, uh, guys, I recommend it. If, if you can get your girl to do that for you, Go ahead and have that happen. It's uh, it's pretty good. Also, easy cleanup. So, so you know that. So there you go. That she she brings that to the table. The the sexual adventure. Whatever. <laughs> I can't even talk. Maybe that's why she's so dumb. Swallowed too much cum. Per perhaps. So perhaps. Uh, there was another moment where we're in the shower and we're fooling around. And at one point, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to finish. I'm doing something. I think I was trying to fuck her tits. That's what, you know as usual. But it wasn't working, and actually, this I ended up trying to use my. I ended up trying to jerk myself off. Only time in my life I ever did that during sex, because I don't like doing that when there's a woman in the room. That's she can do that, you know. Hmm. But I'm doing that. All of a sudden, I'm getting dizzy. I'm getting lightheaded, and I feel like I'm gonna pass out. So I quickly got out of the shower. I grabbed the towel, and I'm, I'm toweling off as I'm 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 lumbering to the bedroom, and I collapse on the bed, and I pass out. I just I was out. And I remember at some point I, she's, she's holding me in her arms. She's like kind of rubbing, rubbing me. Cause I said, I said, I can't feel my arms at one point. I think just before I passed out and she's like, Oh my God, what's going on here? And then I wake up and I'm laying there and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I asked her, how long was I out? She says, you were out for five minutes okay. and I'm going, what, what, what happened? She says, I don't know. You just, you passed out. I guess 
Maybe you got too excited, or, you know, having sex standing up sometimes, you know, not enough blood in your head. I think that's what it was. I think it was just I was, I, I <laughs> there was no blood in my brain at that point. It was all <laughs> down below. And I just passed out. Only time I've ever passed out in uh, during sex. Gabe you, Gabe, you ever passed out during intercourse? No, can't say that. <laughs> yeah. But maybe well, I mean, I, I imagine with like the hot water and stuff like that, that yeah, steam and steam and it was hot water and I'm, I'm, I was horny, but I was also frustrated because I couldn't finish and just, I don't know. I guess my body said, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was heat exhaustion. Could have been the hot, the shower was, was very, very hot. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, so I'm laying there and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling better. And I noticed that she's sitting cause I'm laying on my back and she's sitting with her body down between my legs and her breasts are sort of hanging precariously close to my penis. And they were decent boobs, you know, good size. They weren't, they weren't shaped very well. I mean, have you noticed, like, just because boobs are big doesn't mean they're good. Some big boobs just don't look good. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. Just, you know, I, I, and I know it's not your fault, but hers were not great looking. But, you know, they were okay. They were, they were there. <laughs> and I'm laying there, and I'm seeing the, these boobs just there. And I ended up grabbing her tits. And then I'm fucking her tits from, from below. And I, cause I'm thinking, you know, God damn it. I need to come. <laughs> and right. I did. I finally, I, and she was into it. She was fine with it. I came, but in that position, when the, the, the my penis was pointed kind of back at me, I ended up coming yeah. on myself. <laughs> my whole, my whole, my whole torso is now covered in my own semen. I luckily I didn't hit myself in the face. And she's kind of laughing. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> you almost hit yourself in the face. And I'm sitting there going, oh, this is not what I had planned. Oh, this is not good. But, of course, there's another lesson there is if you're going to do the uh, external cum shot, plan your angle <laughs> as best as you can. I mean, you can't help it sometimes, but. Or just have a towel ready. You know, have a towel, yeah, yeah. Uh, aim better. Yeah, so that was kind of funny. So we get to the end of the week and, you know, it, it had been fun, but there were, I definitely gotten to the point where I realized this is not, no, I don't want to be with this girl. This, I'm not feeling this at all. Uh, in fact, at one point in the, in, during the week, she tried to have sex with me and I told her no. I said, told her I wasn't in the mood on that particular evening. And that was the first time in my life I had turned down sex like that, <laughs> which isn't really that big of a deal. I mean, as an adult, we, you know, turning down sex, sometimes you're just not in the mood, even though we're guys, you know, we're all horny. We're not animals, you know. Well, we are, but, you know, we're not machines. <laughs> we have feelings, too, ladies. So, end of the week, I told her, she, she asked me, is, is our relationship going to continue? I said, I, I kind of got, put my head down a little bit like I was embarrassed. And she said, Rob, you can be honest with me. I, I'm, a, I'm a grown woman. You know, what's on your mind? I said, no, I don't want this to continue. I don't. I told her something like, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm looking for. I'm not sure where my life is going, et cetera, et cetera. And she said, well, that's a shame because you're, you're a nice guy. I really like you, but uh, I understand. Plus, you know, I'm in Can Canada. You're in America. I get it. So it was a very uh, pleasant breakup, but I could tell she was sad. You know, who, who can blame her? I mean, you know, it's me. <laughs> so she goes back to Canada. We, we're, we're done. So then... We, we stayed in touch. We, we played EverQuest together, you know, so we, we were still buds. Uh, 
I remember at one point I told my I was talking to my dad. I was telling him that I I I just broken up with another girlfriend, and my dad said, "Well, son, if you need some antidepression medic medicine, let me know. I can get you some." And <laughs> I was like antidepression. I said, "No, dad. No, I I I don't need that. I'm just you know I'm sad. I'm gonna be sad for a little while, and then I'll be better later." He said, "Okay, but you know, let me know." It was just a weird reaction. I'm I went through some breakups. I'm sad about it, and you want to give me medication? No, I don't want medication. I just want to be sad for a little while. It's okay. It's part of growing up. Maybe if people would embrace their sadness more, we wouldn't need as much medication. Don't fight the tears. Let them come. Cry it out. I listened to a lot of sad music around that time. <laughs> during that, uh, <laughs> those years. Yeah, let me tell you. So, now, uh, my roommate, Laura, who, you know, we've been getting along with generally, uh, although she wasn't very good with her money. She... she it was late on a rent the first month, so that, that's annoying. She says that she's pregnant again with her new boyfriend, and this time she's going to keep it because their relationship was going well. And I said, well, what's that mean for us? She says, well, I'm probably going to have to move out soon. You know, don't want to raise a baby here. So, okay, so now she's kind of leaving me out to dry. And so I, I'm talking to Tracy. I'm saying, you know, Laura got pregnant. How could she do this? That's so irresponsible. Tracy says, well, Rob, before you continue along that, on that path, I should tell you I'm pregnant. God damn it. And this time, it's mine. I have gotten oh. this woman pregnant. She was on oh, the no. birth control shot, but I guess they're not always effective. Oh. I never even heard of a birth control shot. Maybe she made it up. I don't know. Maybe she was lying. But yeah, she's pregnant, and she's saying she wants to keep it, and I am freaking the fuck out. So I'm going, I, I don't want to be a father. I, I'm down here. I'm, I'm working at a grocery store. I've got no, I've got nothing going on here. She's like, well, you know, if you don't want to be a part of the child's life, that's fine. You don't have to. I, I will ask nothing of you. Uh, if you want to, though, we can talk about you moving up here to Canada. I'm like, what about our relationship? We just broke up. She says, you know, we can discuss things. So I said, all right, well, you know, let's, let's think about it. So now I am, I am freaking the fuck out because I've got this Damn. pregnant girlfriend in Canada. It's mine. But I'm also thinking, is she messing with me because she's a big girl it, was she hiding a pregnancy you know she had a, kind of a belly on her i don't know is she playing me i couldn't tell i have to assume she's telling the truth though so i just i wasn't quite sure what to do i'm thinking well see this is why i always wear a condom ah see because you could control your own destiny yep <laughs> if you're wearing the condom you could be like i was wearing a condom mm-hmm I, I did my part of the bargain. Even if they say they're on birth control? Uh, I mean, well, none of my... I mean, that doesn't come up. Oh, okay. Because so, like with Kara, I saw the... She showed me the little package of pills, so I knew right. she wasn't lying. Tracy, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've always worn a cop, so... Okay. Just because... I ain't... See no kids. Yeah, Run so around here. So you, you and Danny, you, you use condoms as your, your regular. Yeah, Danny can't take birth control pills. Oh, okay. So it that's sucks. that's unfortunate. So yeah. Well, so. you know, if you ever get to the point where you're sure, you know, you don't want to father a kid, you always yeah. got the vasectomy option. Yeah, that's probably coming soon. Yeah, so. I I recommend it. It it it. You know what? It's one less thing to worry about, especially yeah. if you know you don't want kids. Just yeah, and it makes sex yep. better. I will say, makes sex better. Mm. So I got this pregnant Canadian girlfriend. I didn't know what to do. I'm, I'm actually starting to think, well, if I move to Canada, Canada's nice. It's cooler up there, but I like cool weather. 
And, you know, Tracy, she's not a bad person. She's just kind of dumb. Maybe we could make this work. She calls me up a few days later and says, Rob, I should let you know I had a miscarriage. So don't worry about the pregnancy. And I said something like, hallelujah, praise Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I was so fucking happy that this woman had a miscarriage. And because uh, it was mine. <laughs> so free and clear. And I believe at the end of the conversation, I said, uh, anything else? No? Okay. Bye. Click. I was so happy to not talk to that woman anymore. After that, I kind of started being a little shitty towards her. Kind of aloof. Uh, I remember I did talk some crap about her on the, on the guild message board. I didn't say her name, but I referred to an ex-girlfriend who was dumb and blah, blah, blah. She read it, realized it was about her, and called me out on it. She's saying, Rob, why are you being such a dick? This isn't, this isn't like you. And now being called out, I'm thinking, yeah, why did I do that? And I realized I was really just feeling bad about all these failed relationships, and I was taking it out on her, and I apologized. Uh, you know, just being a dick. There's just no, no way around it. And after that, I, I stopped doing that. I didn't, you know, I was nice to her after that. By this point in the story, I am now, I'm out of college. I had to leave Illinois because Laura moved out. I didn't really have anything going on in Illinois. Back to Virginia, living with my parents. Miserable. But at least I got to hang out with you from time to time. That was nice. Mm -hmm. I kept in touch with Kara for about eh, like six more months or so. And what happened was, this is, this is how we're wrapping up here. Kara, she ended up in North Carolina at one point. And I'm in Virginia. And I said, hey, you know, if I, I go to Richmond now and again to visit my friend Bobby, when I'm down there, maybe we can get together. It's like two or three hours apart. I figure, you know, you drive one way, I'll drive the other. We'll meet in the middle. She said, okay, yeah, let me know when you're down there. We'll, we'll try something out. So I get to Bobby's house and I tell, I call up Kara and said, hey, you know, we're, I'm here. So uh, we've, we've got a couple of free days. So let me know. She said, all right, I'll call you back at the end of the day. And... I'll let you know my schedule. I should, I should know my schedule by like five or six. The day comes and goes. No call from Kara. Next oh. day I get up, call her, left a message, no answer. Now Bobby knows the story. Bobby's heard the whole thing just, just as you have. And Bobby's like, you know, Rob, it sounds to me like you and Kara had something special a while back, but it's, it's over. It's, it's past and you're, like you're trying to cling to some lingering friendship that doesn't seem to be working out. I said, Bobby, you know you're absolutely right. I think I've just been holding on to some faint hope that we'll reconnect. Like maybe we'll see each other and realize, hey, let's give it another try and something. But I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's time to let this one go just completely. So I didn't call her back. She never called me back. And that's the last we heard from each other. Um, mm -hmm. kind, of a, kind of a down ending considering that she was doing so well with the apology. Yeah, that was, that was still, I still respect her for doing that. Uh, it just would have been nice if you just said, hey, you know, I don't think this friendship is working. But I mean, a, lot of, a lot of people aren't going to do that. A lot of people don't have the guts to really say that to someone. They just let things sort of fade away. I mean, how many friends have you had or have I had that we just stopped talking and that was that? Happens right. sometimes. It's sad, but that's adulthood, I guess. And that was the final thread of my college relationships. Wow. I can give you very brief follow-ups. I found out, uh, well, Megan and Greg, they got married, stayed married for about five years. So oh. they worked out for a little while. Oh. They got and divorced. They got, oh, divorced. Boo. they got divorced about a couple years after Pat and I moved to Vegas. And we, yeah, we, we, we kind of saw their relationship fail. 
they, they just weren't the right match. Megan, Megan just demanded too much of Greg. She, he, Megan wanted to have arguments sometimes. Greg did not like to argue. He was non-confrontational, and she couldn't deal with that. So that's sad. But I mean, they were a good couple for a while. They're, they're good, good people. Heather caught up with me on Facebook. She's fine. She's mar she was married, divorced, and then married again. And, you know, she's happy, doing well. Uh, she didn't kill herself. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still friends with Angela on Facebook, who was also married, divorced, and married again. What, what is with our, our generation? Like, we get that first marriage out of the way? Is that what you do? I mean, I'm, I'm still married with Pat. She's my first wife. I don't want to divorce her. You know? mm -hmm. I guess, you know, we're doing all right. But, um, yeah, I think that would be about it. I do know at one point after college, I'm, I met Kara's boyfriend, the big guy that she had dated before me. This mm -hmm. guy was apparently related to my friend Alan. He, he was a cousin, which is how Alan ended up meeting Kara and Megan at some point. There was something going on around that time that I didn't know about until after. And we, yeah, it was funny because I'm talking to this guy and yeah, he was a big, I mean, he's a big, the guy had to be like 500 plus. Big, oh shit. Fat dude. It was a massive dude. No wonder Kara got squished during sex, you know? But he was a nice guy and we're talking about Kara and we both agreed, yeah, she's a little, a little kooky. Probably, probably better off not, not being with her. So, and that's it. That is the end of my stories. Wow. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm cleansed. Of this guilt. Cleansed. Wow. That's it. That, that I tell you, man. That, I mean, the, all, all the dating, dating changes you. Relationships change you. That they year, do. 2001, I was a completely different person. Not completely. I was a, a significantly different person at the end of it in terms of just how I saw relationships. I grew up a and lot. And then the towers fell. And that's right. September 11th, the towers fell. And then with Osama, what? what? How's the song go? Bin Laden. We, wow, God. That song is so bad. <laughs> but I love it. Do you have that song with you? Oh, you're right, looking it up. Look it up. Have you forgotten? If you can find it, I'll put that shit at the end of the episode just because, you know, who the fuck All knows. right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Here are the lyrics. Let me look these lyrics up. At least get the lyrics, even if you can't find the song. Have you forgotten how it felt that day? Have you forgotten? I think that's the name of the song. Yeah. Yes. Okay. To see your homeland under fire and her people blown away. Blown away. Good rhyming. <laughs> Have you forgotten when those towers fell? <laughs> we had neighbors still inside going through a living hell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you say we shouldn't worry about Bin Laden. Have you forgotten? <laughs> he rhymed Bin Laden with forgotten. And forgotten. Yes. Thanks, guy. Ah, uh, country music, I tell you. That's clever. Do, do you have the artist's name? Uh, his name is uh, uh, Daryl Worley, W-O-R-L-E-Y. All right, well, have look it up, forgotten? folks. Look it up. <laughs> there's, your, there's your song you of the day. Say you, sh you say we shouldn't worry about Ben Laden. Jesus Christ. I've forgotten. <laughs> I, I <laughs> God, I just remember... I know we're gonna. This is that's nothing to do with any of this. Uh -huh. But it's about this song. Um, I was working at. Um, I wasn't working at Publish America. I know I was working at Publish America, but this was after nine eleven. Because I think I started at Publish America like two thousand three, two thousand four, something like that. And I was working in the basement of Publish America. 
because that's where they put my desk. And they listened to the country music station, and they played this song poor guy. all the fucking oh, time. did they really? And it was oh. just like, WFRE, free country radio. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. That's, oh, my God. God. It was just like, I couldn't believe it. And I was just like, I just tuned out because I had headphones. Uh-huh. But, you know, and I would take the headphones off, and they'd be playing fucking Have You Forgotten. It was just like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. What a country. No. What a country, eh? Yeah, man. Man, so, man, man. Oh, yeah, feel good. Feel good. Got a lot out. Yeah. Nice. You got you to gotta get that out sometimes. Yeah, I've been holding on to that for a long time. Long time. So so you haven't kept up with care at all. That's no. a, That's a crazy one. So it's good to let the crazy ones go, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably for the best that you don't go down that road. That is a road best left forgotten. Yeah. Have you I forgotten? Think. Yeah. Have you forgotten? It's good <laughs> to forget to... that road. Because yeah. uh, that's an unhealthy road. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to gotta let that go. And it's, it's sometimes hard to let go. Yeah. But it's good to let go. You can be friends with exes sometimes if if the breakup was, I guess, okay. If, you, if you're able to deal with your feelings, some you can't be friends with. And I, for the most part, I try not to be friends with exes because I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. What, what's I mean, what's, I don't, I don't, what's, a, what's the fucking point? Yeah, I got plenty I mean, of friends. I mean, what do you get? Yeah. I, yeah, know, well, I, don't, people. I don't need to add fucking Kara to the mix, you know? Right. Exactly. And you then know, there's always that risk of you're hanging out and then, oh, here come these old feelings and now you're cheating on your wife or something stupid. Right. It's, nah, it's, yeah. Who needs know, that? Fucking problems. But yeah, it's, it's just weird. And it's funny how so many of my friends have been married and divorced. In, in at young age, I mean, my God, Greg got it. Matt was married and divorced. I mean, I could have married any one of my exes, probably. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't, I just wasn't willing to do it. Yeah. So it, it was just the like, right time. yeah, it's time. So it's like, the time, and it's the person. You can have a great person, but if the time's not right, it's just not going to work. I mean, Heather, she was a super lady. It just wasn't right for us. I just, I wasn't ready for it. Couldn't stand up to her parents. I mean, you've known Danny for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, you were just friends for a while, and then you hit that point where, okay, now we're to a, a spot where we can do something. We can have a relationship. Right. Yeah. So that, I, I, I mean, I've known her since, she's like, mid-2000s. Mm-hmm. So I've known her for a long time. So I've known her since she was 12 years old. I don't even want to talk about it. Like I know I've, you're I've known, young. I, I've known her since before I should have known her, uh-huh. but that was her fault. Uh-huh. So, but I didn't meet her till after she was, till okay, she so was like were, 19. You were a good boy. So, All right. so, I didn't meet her until she was old enough to be okay. met. All right. so, I believe you. So, <laughs> which is 100% true. All right. Good, so, because she had to buy a bus ticket. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah, I mean, college was great. I, I learned a lot about my field, but I also learned a lot about women, relationships, people, and who I was. I, I, I wasn't always the nice guy that I thought I was. I, there was there was definitely a, a, a bad side of me that I saw, but it was good to see that. I think it's good to, when, you, when, you, when you go that deep into the, to the dark side, you can work on that. You can be better, and I was. So there's, there's your lesson. I, I, the most important question I have. Oh, question. Do you still have those pictures of Kara? 
Oh, we got to go now. I think the show's about over. Let me go ahead and oh, play the. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, not for not for me. I mean, I don't want them. I'm just asking personally. Uh, I mean, if if some, I mean, you surely deleted them. Why, Several why, hard why would I keep ago. pictures of an attractive ex, Gabe? Wink, uh, wink. Who, who would do something wink. like that? Slow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't wink now. Uh, we'll I talk offline. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll let you know. I might have a backup somewhere. You know. <laughs> Interesting. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> when uh, edit that out. I, I, <laughs> or not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... Dating is fun. I recommend everybody do it. Learn a lot about yourself. Learn a lot about other people. Uh, when you're out there in the world, make sure you, you take chances. That's one thing. Anytime I was not bold, anytime I hesitated, I re ended up regretting it. So it's important when you're out in the world to take chances, be bold, meet new people, and most importantly, fuck them titties. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Show's uh, over. Uh, you know what? I've got another question. Oh, for you. we're not done yet. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Stop the music. Um, <laughs> given how everything played out. Yes. If you could go back in time. Oh. Knowing. So I'm sorry. Uh, are you still you're, you're still friends with Greg, right? Yes. Good friend. Love Greg. Would you have had sex with Megan? Oh. God. I don't think so. Knowing how things turned out, that they would have got, that they've got married, but they got divorced. They got divorced. No, because I don't think things would have gone anywhere with, with me and Megan long term. Okay. It might have been a short fling, and then I've ruined a friendship. Okay. Um, so no, I, I think I Do made the right think, choice. Does Greg know? He knows that. Does he know now that she said that? I don't she, know. I don't know. I don't know. They, oh. It was never brought up. Uh, okay. We never talked about it uh, when they were dating or, or married. I don't know if, if she ever mentioned it. But uh, there was the but there was the 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 threesome foursome idea thing right. floating around. So the idea of me having sex with Megan in some degree wasn't okay. a foreign concept to him. Right. And that I think that you know maybe that four way thing maybe that was her way of saying I'm attracted to Rob, letting him know. Right. But I don't know if she specifically told him about. The situation, right. right? I mean, if Greg, if Greg's a fan, of, a listener of this show, he knows now. So, uh, right. I don't think he listens, but if he does, hi, Greg. <laughs> well, can we still be friends? <laughs> I'm sorry, Greg. Sorry, Greg. Uh, this is this is a this is a just a, this is a tar horrible question, I guess. Greg's the kind of guy that if if he did hear this right now and this was news to him, I don't think he would care. Is, is he married just, again? Uh, no, no, oh, he's, ha he's, he's happily single. Uh, but no, he's he's just too chill. He's he was like, yeah, I was, he pro he'd probably say that was a long time ago. I know she was attracted to you, Rob. So you know, and you had no ill intention there. No, it wasn't like you were deliberately trying to do anything. She jumped with on her. my back, <laughs> and and the massage was just a massage. It was just a Initial, massage. She it made it sexual. Massage. I did right. not. Okay, right. I, okay, my hands went lower than they probably should have, but I did not intend an orgasm. Okay, and that's and you you put bros before hoes. Yeah, I did. <laughs> kinda, kinda. And you, you, the, the intention was yeah. there. It was on the on the on the line and, there. And you know, and you were young, and we all know how stupid we are when we were young, mm -hmm. making stupid decisions. 
Yeah. But um, all right, that's um, it's interesting. Yeah. So that's that's that wraps it up. Any it's more interesting thoughts? that I really didn't know too much. I've forgotten so much. My brain is so fucking fried. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of these stories, I well, I obviously didn't share on this show because we didn't have a show back then. But a lot of right. these stories, I didn't share outside of the people that knew about it because it was college. I was off doing things. And like we said, I was embarrassed by a lot of this. I just right. I felt like I was a sucker a lot of times or made bad choices or I allowed myself to be used or lied to. But it's not really my fault necessarily. Right. And it's not like it lasted. I mean, Kara and I couple of months you know it wasn't like i let it yeah go there's on a lot on. of it, it, a lot of really short-term stuff mm-hmm. but a lot all my relationships were really long-term yeah i would be with people for years dude before pat what? my longest girlfriend oh. was yui and that was 13 months that was a little over a year yeah. that was it yeah you, yeah you're mr relationship guy you're like you know yeah. years yeah that's so. impre- and yet somehow you're not married not i know married. right I mean, you're basically What's married. Wrong? You just got to do. Yeah. You just gotta, you're you're gonna do the ceremony, the but yeah. oh. man, it's weird how that works out. Yeah. I don't know. All right, well, I'm done. All right, I'm done. I'm I'm hungry. I'm gonna get some food. All right, yeah, me too. Yeah. So, folks, thank you for listening to this amazingly long story. You know, originally I was gonna say let's go back to our uh, old schedule of once every other month, but we have a lot of shit to talk about in terms of like current events. So we'll probably be back here two or three weeks for doing another show a much shorter show much shorter yeah much shorter <laughs> yeah these these long shows are not normal so yeah we'll, we'll be back soon we, we there's lots going on in the world and, and in our lives and uh, we'll talk about it and uh, we're definitely going to talk about sex video games because I got questions and I got thoughts okay <laughs> alright sounds like a plan cool. well thanks for listening folks uh, take care of yourself wash your hands wear a mask wash your hands and uh I don't know. Just don't be a dick. And, you know, don't date strippers. Uh, well, I'm not... I'm, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> date strippers, but date the right ones. <laughs> Maybe date, date the stripper who takes your glasses, see if I dated her. Then, you know, <laughs> might have been something. I don't know. All right. Get All out right. of here. We're out of here. Goodbye, folks. W-N-O-D Nod, nod, nod
Okay, that's all.